Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Welcome back to an episode of the Retroidoctopus Cephala Podcast. That's right. This right here is part two of Godzilla the Eras Tour because the first part took up a kaiju-sized three hours of your time and ours, and we just we just had to cut you a break. We just had to cut this bad boy in half. So what we are doing today is we are picking up where we left off. If you have not listened to part one of Godzilla the Eras Tour, please press pause, go back. We have some amazing thoughts in that episode, lots of great movies that we cover, and definitely worth checking out before you get into this one. And if you have already checked it out, then sweet, don't hit pause, keep going, <laughs> Thanks. do pass go, do collect $500. Uh, so yeah. Actually, uh, the, uh, the child mentioned a check. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh man, I need to watch that movie. Um, so yes, Retroidoctopus, we are part of the Dorkening and Inebriate Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. I am your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and with me, as always, are my Godzilla screaming cohorts, Parasite Steve. Nintendo. It's supposed to be Fast and Furious. I cannot pass go. I'm sorry. Oh, like, I, will, I, will not the, I will not collect the five hundred dollars. Don't collect any amount of money. Just leave that shit on the table. Just leave that shit on the table. Come on, give me, give me some. Give me like a, give me like a meow or a. Or... Okay. No. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. And go. Rower. Ooh. <laughs> That's it. And I'm gonna need to copy that later. Oh, oh yes. for sure. And yes. if you didn't know, if you weren't sure, back no, no, again. No, you guys are pregnant now. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Everyone's <laughs> pregnant in the audience. The human contrabass himself. <laughs> now, who's that human contrabass in the studio with us? That's right. Aldo has graced us with a- another appearance. Thank you so much, man. And uh, let's hear your best Godzilla scream. Come on. What do you got? All right. So you can see me on camera. So we're going to do the, the, the dance, right? The... <laughs> that's the uh the astro monster dance i was reading up on that today actually because you told us about the origins of that and why that is in that crazy movie in the first place and uh yeah it was it was uh it's actually from a manga i guess that was really popular at the time so interesting 
But um, but, yeah, but they did so, it. I mean, they wired him up to to go in the suit and do it, and they right. they went with it. Right. It, it worked. It was <laughs> worth it, man. It was worth it. Yeah. It made history. You know, I just learned the uh that that really rare Godzilla PS4 game. Uh, it, when you jump in that game, he does that jump. No, across oh. the whole game. If you oh jump, God. he does the Godzilla wacky jump. <laughs> uh, I watched good. a playthrough of it the uh, yesterday, oh, um, and and was just vibing on some Godzilla stuff. And uh, yeah, I was like, "That's amazing! What an incredible, incredible thing to have in this game, which <laughs> is not why, meant to be like goofy." It yeah. explains why the game's five hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah, exactly, oh, dude. Also, um. Uh, I, I will spoil that game just a smidge before we get into some stuff right here. Uh, I did not know this, uh, but if you watch the intro, I guess it's not much of a spoiler, uh, but Godzilla faces off against the MonsterVerse Godzilla in that PS4 game. Oh. Uh, and I guess he's a secret boss, but they show him in the intro. And I'm like, Weird. I didn't know that he was around at the time. Uh, but yeah, uh, Legendary Godzilla is in that game. I'm pretty sure uh, Legendary's on the cover. Of the game, I think the uh, legendary Godzilla. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I could have covers it. just like a silhouette of Godzilla with like red kanji that say Godzilla yeah. or something. It's like kind of stylized, but uh, anyway, this is neither here nor there. It may be an era of Godzilla, but it's not an era we're diving into. Instead, we are going to start this part two of the eras tour with uh, with some some movies that Nintendo will tell us about from the millennium era. That's right. right. Third era of Godzilla. Yes. The third era, the second 99. reboot of the franchise. Cool. Yep. Um, so this was from 1999 to 2004. And uh, they had six films in this era. And the first one is Godzilla 2000 millennium, which came out in 1999. The director was Takao Oka Okara. Kawarawa. <laughs> I can't pronounce these names for life, mate. Um, and uh, the 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 enemies in, in this movie is the UFO and Orga. I kind of like read up on these a little mm -hmm. bit, and I, I guess uh, this UFO. I, I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea. So this this UFO kind of like takes the uh, Godzilla's DNA or mm -hmm. something. They figure out they figure out a way to rejuvenate or something or, or, or they they figured out how godzilla rejuvenates so they try to take his dna mm -hmm. and do something with it and then right. they, i i think i could be remembering wrong but they created orga yeah basically I, like transforms the ufo into orga, orga. Okay. partway through the movie it's, it's it's really interesting like like the movie that just came out last year nope is like a living ufo oh, i never saw and, that and that's what that's what Spoilers. this is. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah, that it's is weird. It's like is. there are no aliens in Godzilla 2000. There's just like a UFO. Right. And mm -hmm. it's seemingly sentient or something. And it looks like a constructed thing. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, just, you know, it's, it's not like the most... Yeah, is it like I'm a, sorry. Like a disc? Is it a disc UFO? Like yeah, a, it, it starts off as a traditional 1950s style looking UFO mm -hmm. just hovering okay. over the city. Um, and well, actually, it's a rock, it's a meteor, right? That, yeah, it's like a yeah, giant, they find it underground, they accidentally, yeah, like, and it just comes to life, and then all of a sudden, it just has like this hole where it shoots this big beam and beats the crap out of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it, it has, as the fight goes on, it turns into the traditional flying saucer that we know of. Um, but then later on, it turns into what you call this Oregon, which is this um giant kaiju, which 
I don't know how to describe it. It's like uh, uh, to me, it looks like a turtle without a shell. And really yeah, he's got like hands. these linebacker shoulders. He's like yeah, he's like a massive a gorilla, hands, like, like Capcom a, the, the, hands, like mm -hmm. a gorilla that just walks mm -hmm. on its arms. Very weird. Type of yeah. thing. It, it's like this weird um, thing. And yeah, so I mean, basically, aliens. Uh, guess what? We're trying to take over the world. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but not really though. But, but I mean, yeah, aliens. it's like it's it's the sentient. It's just thing. the UFO. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little uh, different. It's 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 weird. Yeah, but, but, it's a yeah, unique I mean, movie. Long story short, I mean, uh, well, of course, Joe. Uh, I mean, if if you have more to say, that, that's oh no, I, I haven't seen this movie. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically, this movie, uh, known in America as Godzilla two thousand, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, it basically was Toho was like, oh, shit, we gave you guys the license to make Godzilla 1998 and you dropped the ball real bad. We so need we to had, save face. <laughs> we need to save face. And this is what happens. Uh, what happened, so, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> first Godzilla this, movie I got to see in the theater. Right. It's like kind of yeah, cool. Right. Same. Uh, yep. Well, well, aside from 98, I did. Yeah, I saw 98 and then this. Um, oh, that's but true. yeah, it's uh, yeah, but this right. is you know as opposed to where ninety eight was all CG. Well, I mean, it did have some animatronic work, but uh, this was the traditional man in a suit, you right. know, suit uh, suit mm -hmm. uh, traditional. So um, yeah, I mean, it's actually it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I will say the fight with Orga I think is actually one of the more visually appealing fights because you just fight. see a whole bunch of particle <laughs> effects and. You know, yeah. beam battles and um and then yeah when when orga transforms into this kaiju form it's like this weird thing where in the middle of the fight it's like a snake it just opens its mouth and just tries to yes. devour godzilla right yeah and so it, what what's happening like really, this like it's, membrane mouth yeah. that like opens up like a gulper eel mm -hmm. it just fucking so the, the whole idea is it, as you mentioned before it's trying to get the g cells from godzilla and absorb mm -hmm. it into its being and get more power um, Everybody wants what, to be the G. What it wants <laughs> to do with this power, I don't really know. It just just wants to eat them. So, yeah, um, the, the the UFO it, is just unknowable. Yeah, yeah, you and yeah. never it's know. Most like a Twilight Zone episode that yeah. any Godzilla movie gets. It's like this is just a weird thing that's going on, and Godzilla. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like, so like the, as the aliens absorbing Godzilla, it like starts turning into Godzilla's color. Like it turns green and it starts getting scales and. But then Godzilla's like, all right, I have enough of this shit. And then he just atomic breasts him from the inside out. And, and there he goes out. That's it's the fight. spectacular. Nice. Um, nice. But um, aside from the alien stuff, of course, there's the human drama. There's, uh, again, right, I, yes. I forget their names. It's been many years since I've seen it. But there's like a crew of Godzilla researchers who are running around and trying to collect samples of his DNA. And I forget what for. Yeah, there's a father um, and a daughter. Yeah, right. And uh, they're like the, they're the like ones the that G started. chasers. They're yeah, like storm they, chasers. They're basically storm yeah. chasers for godzilla and then there's this lady who's a uh she's like a, a newspaper reporter, reporter. yeah and she's kind of like uh we we start the movie with all three of them together and you imagine that they all know each other and it turns out that this is like the first day she's ever met the dad and the daughter and uh and she doesn't know them at all but it's a it's it's a cool it's a cool flick it's it's different you know i will say that i saw this way back in the day and i saw the dub when it was first released and oh, uh, i never really liked it that much and yeah. i never went back to it the only my big takeaway was uh was that I loved the the look of Godzilla. He, yeah, this is this is a very unique look such for, this, a, for the character. Cool, He's got the big purple spikes. 
yep. on his back. I mean, he is cool looking. Everybody always says he looks he looks more lizardy. I think that really mm. is the best way to describe him. His face is very yeah. lizardy. He's more mm. hunched over. Um, he's really really cool looking. So I just sort of never wanted to see it again i was uh, kind of like yeah this one's okay it felt I, like a so known quantity that you're any, just like eh, yeah i don't fine. have any love for it but fathom events did a re-release of it uh, a couple weeks ago it was like maybe three four weeks ago and it's like with all the stuff that's been coming up with you know minus one is gonna release and the uh the monarch show is gonna release and all these things were coming up and it's like wow this felt like it was the kickoff for the Godzilla season. And uh, I'm, I, I was like, yeah, I, I'm down. I'm going to see any Godzilla movie you put back in the theaters, Fathom, sure. And uh, it was right. the Japanese ver language version, uh, which I always prefer. It's such and, a treat um, to get to see that. Yeah, it, it, it was actually like incredibly fun. I went with uh, my buddy Derek Rook and uh, he had never seen the, this particular movie uh, ever. He thought he had. And when we got about like, I don't know, 15 minutes or so into it, he's like, no, nah, I guess I was wrong. I haven't seen this. And um, and we both enjoyed it quite a bit. It was really fun. It's got a really great final shot. I really love the final shot of this movie and uh mm -hmm. it's got some neat stuff it it does drag a bit at the in the middle but the one thing i really want to make sure i say is that this is something that uh that derek always says uh that he always likes when and r he's right not too many movies bother to do this um to show godzilla from like the ground level but not just the ground level but like from the pov from like of your perspective of a up. person yeah like you're looking straight up at at like a mountain yeah like oh and, jesus uh, christ that it really there's no other way no better way to show the scale yeah than that and um and uh there are a few movies that we'll talk about tonight that do it and this one does it at the beginning it does a really good job i think this actually has one of my favorite intros for godzilla um the, it, the main characters are you know they're they're driving along and and there's this uh there's this tunnel and they go through the tunnel and they get to the other side of the tunnel and the road has been destroyed there's no more road it's gone godzilla is there and he's just there and he's like gonna and at first you're like is he gonna be like kind of neutral or you know right. and then he's like no i'm i'm gonna kill you guys because the girl <laughs> takes her takes his picture and he's like that is unsolicited i did not give you permission tmz right. and he's like having all his tmz flashbacks so he's like gonna kill the the car kill the car and then so you have like them driving backwards through the tunnel and the then godzilla is now on land and his foot comes through the roof in a couple of places and and they get to the other side and he's just like not very far away he's kind of walking along the road trying to find them and and it is just a really good job to show the scale of Godzilla, I I love that intro. It does yep, really the, drag at the end. The giant at, uh, foot the middle, coming through the ceiling of the tunnel opening is looks great. So mm. fucking awesome. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's really and, cool. and this was this was like clearly you know they went back to the suits, but there is like some CG stuff going on. Yes, you don't yes. usually see with Godzilla, and it's very rudimentary right. and not very great. Yeah, so especially yeah. great, but. The UFO looks rough. Stuff. It looks rough, yeah. But again, yeah. that just happens with Japanese cinema in particular, yeah. especially when you compare it to the budget of a U.S. blockbuster. It's just Japanese right. films are just not going to have even a tenth mm -hmm. of the budget of what you know they crank out here. So, mm. you know, just temper your expectations. But if you were very let down by Godzilla 98, 2000 is a great 
maybe entryway to yeah maybe mix in the old with the new um because it's yep. marrying like steve said cg and suitmation technologies and miniatures and all mm -hmm. that um and just one little quick blurb uh so this blu-ray which is uh from sony this actually has the u.s and japanese dubs in it so this is the first time uh because when it came out on dvd and vhs it was english dub only so if yeah, you find I, the blu-ray dvd has yeah. has both cuts and the the japanese cut is a slightly longer um and mm. they do the the english dub the translation kind of messes up some messes up some things, as they always do but yeah. joe i would say there is a certain charm and I, I would probably say this is probably the last movie where the english dub is somewhat enjoyable um after that i think it's not worth it um now here uh, there's one particular part at the very end because there among all the humans there's like this villain guy who i mean i don't even remember what he does but he just has like a giant trench coat and he's just like too cool for whatever and he has a yeah. grudge against godzilla <laughs> he wants to kill him and so at the very end of the movie and again this isn't really a spoiler but it's it's mirroring what happened in godzilla 1984 because uh, godzilla kills somebody from like the point of view where the human's looking at him Godzilla's like who the fuck are you and just just wipe destroys him so same thing with this this guy at the end is like with a trench coat and, he's, and in english um he just goes godzilla yeah, and that was the trailer. I remember that. Yeah, it was. Trailer. And then Godzilla's like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up, bro!" And just like yeah. knocks him off the roof and kills him. It is such um, a good scene in Japanese. Like yeah. all all the cheesiness of the American guy yelling Godzilla is is just not. Yeah, cheesy. it's it's One just scene. not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole different tone. But, but um, again, even when like the old Showa movies, uh, the English dub can be pretty hilarious. If oh yeah! If you got a few drinks in you, it definitely amplifies the experience. But yeah, um, it's really. I, it, it's, it's I think it's a, it's a good it's a fun gateway movie. It's definitely not one of the best, but mm, I think yeah. it's accessible enough. Where especially mm. when you see the fight with Oregon Godzilla, it's pretty cool. And as Steve mentioned, mm. Godzilla's suit is is very unique in this movie, um, mm -hmm. and it actually never returned in in a film. So well, or it, did it, no, Megaguirus. Mega, yeah, sorry. It, they um, used it for two. Yeah. So, but um, it's a very unique look. Why they didn't expand upon this look is kind of weird. But yeah, it, um, they should have just you know, kept this as the main look. I, I, I yeah, do this, know this the, era changed Godzilla a lot. The, the yeah. story is that Over the suit was movies. so. If you notice in this movie, he doesn't move around a lot because apparently the story goes that the suit was just so uh, crazy that the the mobility was just extremely limited. You know, so he that does moved, not yeah. surprise me at all. He he is very stiff. Very stiff, and yeah. and he's very like I said, his posture is different. Yeah, you know, our typical Goji is like pretty upright. He's got a pretty straight spine. He's like almost he's like way over the point where yeah, it's yeah. like okay, he 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 had his like you know he was hit by a ruler by the school marm many times growing <laughs> up because because he has Smack. quite the posture. And, you naughty uh, kaiju, you this the school Mothra that would you know slap him with a ruler, but um this this one's got like. He's got like bear in the big blue house posture. I mean, he's Ooh. really. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I, I can picture yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So, and he also he he's walking with his hands like he's he's not allowed to like you know squeeze boobies. He's like he's very <laughs> hands forward. He's like really, but no, he's he's an awesome looking Zilla. He's actually one of my favorite uh, looks for the character. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a, I think sure. it's a decent begin to to the era. And it ends up being one of the best movies of this era, which I is is sort of one of my 
lesser favorites um yeah but um yeah not definitely not a bad movie and i'm happy that i saw it again i'm happy i saw it literally the two times i've seen it have been in the theater so that's cool you got to see the japanese dub in the theater that's awesome I wasn't even sure that that's what they were going to be playing. I I didn't actually even look at it. I just was like, yep, yep, uh, Godzilla, sure, I don't care which one. Yep, say no more. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, all right, so that's Godzilla 2000. Joe, what's up next? Yeah, Yeah, uh, so the next one is a year later, 2000. Uh, It's crazy how they released, like, a new movie every single year. I know. know It's, like, so insane. It's the Uh, Call of Duty of Kaiju. Yeah, really. Also, the quality of this particular movie uh, makes some sense how they did it that fast. <laughs> right. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't know because I haven't seen it, but uh, the next movie is Godzilla vs. Uh, Megagiris. Yeah. And that was directed by Masaki Tezuka. So I know absolutely nothing about this movie. It's, it's bad. Uh, it's really like, it's one of those movies that everyone just says to skip it. And I had never seen it until this year and watching it, I was like, oh yeah, no, hundred yeah, percent. This movie is super dumb. <laughs> like it's, it's dumb. Uh, like on, on one level, I will start with the positive. I will start with, it's very cool that this movie decided to pull from the anthology of Kaiju that Toho has created and pull from Rodan of all things. Uh, and say that the Meganulon like giant insects from Rodan have you know kind just of, the first Rodan movie yeah just just Rodan Rodan by it's you know right. not a Godzilla movie right and uh they, they brought these Meganulons into this movie uh and and you know that they get kind of mutated or whatever but the the whole you know so that's great referentially that that's awesome great. uh but then it's like the whole plot of the movie is that scientists have built a black hole gun that can shoot a black hole and their whole plan is like cool all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna mount it on a satellite and then we're gonna shoot it down at godzilla and destroy godzilla forever and not one single scientific minded person in this whole goddamn movie thinks maybe (laughs) shooting a black hole into our planet is a bad idea uh and what pisses me off more is that it doesn't actually ever bite anyone in the ass they just do it and it's like this was all so stupid guys what the hell a black hole cannon should never be anyone's idea for anything that involves something on black hole gun is never the answer i don't know what the question is but i guarantee you that how do we get rid of the world's trash so black someone should make the, make a parody song of that Soundgarden song, Black Hole Sun. It's called Black Hole Gun. Black Hole Gun. Won't you come? away the G. Yeah, so they literally just like, they test the gun out first and they rip a hole in time. Uh, and then uh, all of these ancient uh, Meganulons start coming in. And and then they get all mutated and stuff, and you end up with Godzilla fighting at the end of the movie Mega Gyrus, which is like this. Essentially, they turn it into like a giant prehistoric uh, dragonfly thing, which even even is a far cry from what the Meganulons even look like. Um, but yeah, this movie has so much bad CG, um, and it's yeah. all during the day, so that stuff really hurts it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But it does have a couple of scenes early on where like the the Meganulons are like just killing people on the streets like just killing them in cold blood and like they try to make it scary for a little bit but it's just so silly the whole time it really is not good 
unfortunately. Uh, but yeah. you know, whatever. There's a couple of things you can give it credit for. Hmm. Cool. Uh, well, the return of the the suit that that's probably the highlight. Um, but it's yeah, it's just like you mentioned the CG, especially when the Mega Gears like flying around was just so so bad. Um, they had no idea it, how to animate that monster. Yeah, at it was. All. It's uh, yeah. I mean. It's telling. I actually brought a stack of all my movies and Mega Gears. Actually, I just noticed it's nowhere to be found. I have it somewhere, but <laughs> it's not even. Ignored it. Just ignored it. I guess my cabinet <laughs> behind me is just like, yeah, whatever. I do have it, but yeah, it, it is a completely forgettable movie. Um, it's basically, you know, we, when you were talking about the Heisei era with Batra, all right. Batra is a cool, like a dark Mothra. That's a mm -hmm. cool design. Yeah. Mega Gears, I guess, is maybe some like hey let's try to update that I, I don't know what the logic was you mentioned obviously it's a creature from rodan but the look of mega gear is doesn't look bears, anything like the mega no. yeah so it yeah. bears more similarity to batra <laughs> but it it just it just doesn't work so yeah. i mean the, the fight if you want to call it that there's just yeah, no uh, so there's no cohesion or no choreography to the fight and it just goes way too long. Uh, so this is definitely, uh, I would say, it, and much like Steve mentioned, the, for me, the Millennium is kind of, uh, I don't really have too much uh, like super, super adoration for it. Um, and, and yeah, Mega Gears is definitely a low point. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to skip this movie entirely, there would be no, you would be nothing lost on it. Mm -hmm. So right. and in fact, I've never seen the whole thing. I tried well, watching it once and I fell asleep <laughs> and I never went back. <laughs> yeah i think the nap was time better spent yeah i mean it's yeah it's uh, like you mentioned joe why are they making these movies uh so quickly no, no, there you go which yeah it's just though yeah you don't need to yeah. see it all right. right so that's that's that one so that's that movie in that show um so the next one in 2001 we have godzilla mothra and King Ghidorah and Giant Monsters All Out Attack. And that was directed by Shizuki Kaniko. Um, again, no idea what this movie's about other than these three monsters duking it out. <laughs> this is the one, this is the one movie where King Ghidorah is the hero. It is the weirdest. Oh, that's so shit. weird. It is the weirdest Feels shit. This so is wrong. like in my opinion, the most evil Godzilla. They specifically went out of their way to give him white eyes, like solid white eyes. I mean, he looks possessed. He looks like yeah. demon possessed. A demonic wild animal. So Which evil in this one. <clears throat> like a totally different All design. Right. His teeth wow. are wicked different. He doesn't look anything like the Godzilla 2000 suit. And I, I, it pisses me off how different it feels like another number one. It's so different. I mean, right. but you know, it does, it is like a fun mix up and, and you know, it just, it's like a fun. What if that that's what I treat this as Yeah, like, there's no continuity. It's just bullshit. It's just whatever. But you know, Baragon shows up and Baragon has not had a decent role since the freaking NES game. Because he was one of the, I think he was boss number three or whatever. And then oh, he, yeah. and back in the day, was like, what the hell is this guy from? I don't know what Godzilla movie he's from. It's like, well, Baragon was from 
Frankenstein versus Baragon, also known as uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World, I believe. Conquers the World, yeah. And uh, it is literally a, <laughs> like Toho, like Frankenstein was like Kong, was a public domain creature. And they um, they made their own Frankenstein. And um, this was the only movie that he was in, although his presence was echoed in War of the Gargantuas, which I think everybody remembers War of the Gargantuas from uh, its its frequent playing on Creature Double Feature. Um, yeah, everybody knows popular that movie. in the 70s. Everybody I know that grew up in the 70s loves War of the Gargantuas because it was just on all the time. And that was like the spiritual yep. sequel to um, Frankenstein Conquers the World, a.k.a. Frankenstein versus Baragon. But Baragon is basically like a four-legged uh, lizard creature with like kind of a chihuahua face and bunny ears, kind of. Yeah. He's great. I love Baragon. He's great. He is great. They would show him, I think, uh, in like some of the stock footage ones like i feel like you saw him destroy all monsters but, well right? the baragons and destroy monsters yeah so yeah. yeah so but like barely you know but so barely, this yeah. is like okay his first decent role since like the original movie so it's kind of like and a great redesign with, uh, you know and a like, great, uh, great updated redesign. suit looks yes. so good yes it's kind of like what they did with mogera in uh space godzilla only yep. that was a bigger role than this one is but yeah, anyway, really it, just it, took a random obscure character and and just was like, hey, let's just breathe mm, some new life into this guy. But you just just recently saw this. It's been a little bit for me. Hey, yeah, I just I this. just watched this one. And yeah, I mean I would I would say that it, it definitely starts pretty slow and and the the lore just really gets so topsy turvy. But yeah, it's just wild that they're like they're these hero monsters and one of them is king ghidra and you know it's like i don't know i mean i guess the idea is that you know there's probably just like a lot of new people who are watching it and maybe they're uh new uh viewers who've never mm -hmm. seen the old stuff um mm -hmm. and so they're just trying to maybe do something different with this character but for people who've seen all the movies and stuff it's like king ghidra is like godzilla's biggest you know adversary yeah. and he's all or i mean i I feel like he's always an alien creature. Like he's this dragon from space. So the thought mm. that he's just been sleeping in earth as this like dormant hero monster feels so don't like weird. It. Yeah. It's so off base. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Like, it's, it's fun. fun. It's a fun. What if that's like, some fun stuff? I don't want and, it. To and scary real. Godzilla is <laughs> scary as shit. <laughs> yeah. He's really yeah, freaking like, intense. Yeah. White eyes. So, so to, to tell you, Joe, so uh, since you haven't seen it, so basically think of this as, uh, as Steve mentioned, Kind of like a what if. So, so the Millennium, unlike the Heisei, does not really have continuity. A lot of these movies tend to just, uh, outside of like the Mecha Godzilla ones, um, yeah. every other one is kind of like a standalone thing that they don't really follow. With the exception of this one, this one assumes that um, kind of like the original, it's kind of like in that original Godzilla 1954 continuity, kind of where this Godzilla, um, instead of uh, in 1954, you know, he is emerging because of all the nuclear uh, tests and all that stuff, the atomic bomb, hydrogen, all that. Yeah. Here, um, this, I believe, if I remember correctly, Godzilla is like an amalgamation of all the dead Japanese soldiers from World War II. Oh, right. And, I forgot about that whole thing. They form into this version of Godzilla, which is why he has the white eyes, because he's undead, as it were. Um, so it's like a spirit of vengeance. It's like the people of Japan, uh, the ghosts, 
and they're they're punishing Japan for just you know for their arrogance and for you know all this other stuff for war. Just an allegory for like war is bad and and the the world will punish us in one way or another. Um, so yeah, he he is evil in this one, um, but he's also um, he's like fat. He's like he's like a really pudgy Godzilla. <laughs> Um, but he, but he's angry. He's angry, and he beats the shit out of Baragon, poor Baragon. Um, and but yeah, like the thing is, it's like King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Bat- uh, Baragon are um, guardians of the earth in this one, and hmm. it's like, okay, Mothra and Baragon, I can get it, but King Ghidorah, it's it's like, yeah, it's like if it's the like Joker should... were to become a good good guy all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, if you have this established like... lore, like you can't. There's like that one rule. Guy Gant yeah. can't be a good guy. King Ghidorah can't be a good guy. Mm. It's just they're just forever going to be the villains. Yeah, it right. sort of feels like they could have easily just swapped it and had all you know. Ghidorah is the is the three headed you know manifestation of ghosts all the, of the yeah yeah the ghosts yeah. of the soldiers yeah and or, that would have been fine. Ketra, uh, Angiris, you know, use like a different mm-hmm. character that we know has been a good guy. Know, yeah, yeah, or, or sort of, but. Yeah. You know, or King Caesar or something like that would have been a right. That would have been really cool too. King Caesar and Baragon. He's a guardian spirit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just sort of feel like I wonder if at the last second they're like, you know, it would be cool as they like got high. They're like, let's just fucking swap the roles of Godzilla and Ghidra. And just for the hell of it, let's make Ghidra a good guy. (laughs) Well, the other thing too, it's very weird. The last movie was such like a, 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 you know, Obviously, like it was not a good quality movie. So mm-hmm. this movie was like, all right, we have to bring in like all the people. I mean, we have to bring in characters that like fans know. We got to get like you know we're True. not doing another original creature and whatever. Right. So they're just pulling out all the stops yeah, to get so these guys get in Mothra, here, or whatever. We get our Ghidra, and then it's like out of nowhere, left field. They they did Bar- Baragon for the other one, but yeah, yeah you're right. It, it could have easily been Angiris for sure. It's but. definitely a step up from Megagirus. Uh, oh, by yeah, all means, exactly. by all means, it yeah. is a completely watchable movie. Um, it's just again the, this, the mere fact that you made a villain a good guy, and also Ghidorah is just extremely nerfed in this movie. Like, there's no threat or no sense of power to mm. Ghidorah. Um, it's just yeah, it's just off. It's, uh, but it's I will say, like my least favorite co- uh, like costume for him too. Like, it's we, weird. Yeah. You think like it would and, uh, be so yeah. good. Yeah, you know right. this is like you know whatever year. It's it was especially how everyone flat, else looked yeah. awesome. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, um, I think if good. I'm if I don't if I remember correctly, I think maybe the suit for Ghidorah might have been borrowed because at around the same time they were releasing these uh, standalone Mothra movies, the Rebirth of Mothra. Oh yeah, um, yep. and I think uh, this Ghidorah costume was reused or in, uh, from those two movies, those movies as well. So that is entirely possible because yeah. Ghidorah does appear in, Have, and he has multiple different three. iterations. Yeah. And he has multiple so. iterations, but I remember Ghidra's costumes all being really good in the rebirth of Mothra movies. In fact, that really the only reason to watch the rebirth of Mothra movies Des, is Des Ghidorah. Yeah. Des yeah Ghidorah. Well, I mean, I mean, the, all the, the appearances Mothra of Ghidorah movie. are amazing, but all the Mothras are awesome too. And it's yeah. it's the first like boy Mothra. It's Mothra Leo. Mothra Leo. And, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and, and, sucked, they, and he has he has forms. He gets yeah. like a space form and water. <laughs> yeah, form he is super tricked out. Whole, whole other whole other conversation. But yeah, I mean, yeah. this is worth a watch. Um, this is definitely more in line with the original Godzilla, nineteen fifty four. It tries to be in tone, um, but it is silly. Um, mm. It doesn't have the same stakes or the there. same depressing tone 
uh, which which is what you know minus one brings back. But um, this is it's fun, and as a fun little aside, I believe this is the only time in kaiju history for Godzilla, at least. Uh, Baragon was actually played by a female. Um, oh, so huh. a female mm. was in the suit and there's actually a really adorable video on YouTube where there's like behind the scenes footage and <laughs> this 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 adorable lady is in the suit and she decided to do the roars for Baragon on her own so like you <laughs> see her on the set and she's in costume and you hear this very feminine roar roar it is just like the most adorable <laughs> thing ever it's just like oh my god awesome. Baragon you're precious <laughs> oh, love it, love it even cutie, more. Cutie patootie. Cutie. All right, well, that's GMK. Uh, yes. Joe, let's let's keep things rolling. What, what comes up next? So the next one, 2002, Godzilla against Mega Godzilla, which is directed oh, yeah. by returning director Ma Masaki Tazuka. Mm -hmm. uh, I literally just watched this today. Um, I really enjoy this movie. I, I really liked the story a lot i mm. i find it to be like morbid in an interesting way because uh these japan is like looking or they're, they're trying to like figure out how to how to, how to uh, defend themselves against godzilla and they found the bones of the 1954 godzilla <laughs> and they just kind of like made it into to a robot and he still has like the, the the dna from the bone so it's still like godzilla right and uh and it it looks freaking amazing like i i think yeah. it's like this is like my favorite mecha godzilla oh me too is okay. so this so is this good. is kiryu and yeah, kiryu yeah. is the the third mecha godzilla and honestly design wise and just sort of overall kiryu is my favorite godzilla Foe, period. Yes, I absolutely yeah, really awesome. have always loved Gut Mecha Godzilla, and this is my favorite Mecha Godzilla. So yeah, I agree. It's I so, love so freaking good. Yeah, so good. So and I, good. And I like. I think Godzilla looks amazing in this movie too. I think he looks. He does look really cool. He looks yeah. really cool, and I mean, he's not like super menacing, but he looks looks more angrier hmm. than he looks closer to the Godzilla 2000. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like not, they just he's not as hunched over way and yeah, kind of yep. changed his face a little Faces yeah. changed, but it's, it's pretty close, it's pretty but yeah, close. his posture is a little different and his plates aren't big and purple, but yeah, he still looks cool. I like the Godzilla in this one. Though. How cool yeah. is that poster? That poster is just awesome. It's just a, a really it. awesome. Yeah, it is poster. awesome. It's, yeah. It's it's so good. Yeah. Kiryu is is basically Mechagodzilla as a Gundam. That's basically like the best. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we, just, we, we built him as a Gundam. What else do you need and, in life? Yep. And yeah, cool design. Uh, and obviously he gets upgrades and all that. And um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm more partial to Showa Mechagodzilla myself. Just something about that cheesy design. But <laughs> Kiryu is is very cool. And if they were to do a monster verse version uh, to rectify the uh, Godzilla vs Kong stuff. Um, if you you could still do a Kiryu, I, I think Kiryu would would be really cool. You could. <laughs> I yeah, think they should cool. they should probably leave that, but uh, yeah, that's that's my least favorite of the mechas. But we'll get there. Um, but anyway, keep going, Joe. So you we'll talk about the, so, uh, the plot. Yeah, I mean, I I I really like the story a lot. It's, it's obviously it wasn't just about creating Mechagodzilla to defeat Godzilla you show some sympathy for the 
the bones of Mechagodzilla, the, the dead Godzilla. And it's like, you're supposed to like appreciate life and like all life matters and, and all that stuff. And, and it just seems like some people just didn't care. It's like, well, we need to defend ourselves or whatever, which is understandable. It's like, it's a, it's a shitty situation to be in. It's like, you gotta do what is best, what you think is best and whatever. And, I don't know. This is an overall good, really good movie. Like I honestly liked all the characters in this movie, the the, for the humans. Yeah, I thought I thought this movie had a a pretty decent story for the humans. It was like, you know, it was a little bit cheesier than something like you know the first one and the original Gojira or something like that. It's not it's not that level. It's more fun than that. Um, you said, you know, Aldo, you said this is, this is a uh, Gundam. I mean, it, it does play like, yeah, we made a big mech and this is Godzilla with mechs now. Um, but the mech does have that spiritual element where it's, it's the bones of the original yeah. Gojira. I and I just love, I love that. They, they talk about the oxygen destroyer and then the, 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 the freaking thing like, you know, starts to rebel against its program. Right in the in the beginning, yeah, it goes yeah, like, it goes insane. It like yeah, because it's like remembering it. that it's a Godzilla and it doesn't want to fight a Godzilla. It, it, it hears yeah, right. It, it hears Godzilla's scream and that's yeah. when it starts losing its shit. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then they you know figured a way how to stop that from happening, and then you know they end up fighting each other anyways. And uh, which, by the way, I love that fight scene. Yeah, them. it's just so yeah. good. I love how. Godzilla just flies in and kind of like just like 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 a shoulder like a power shoulder uh dash like right into Godzilla and like fucking blows him like across the yeah. fucking, fucking country or whatever. So good. And um I love the uh I forget what that, that beam is called that comes out of uh Godzilla's chest. What is it? Something Oh yeah, that that that's a killer attack too. I forget what it's called. Yeah, that uh it's like, like a triangle. Like it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot. It's supposed the, to like uh, on a molecular level, it just like disintegrates whatever. Was, did, did it? Was it rainbow? Did he shoot a rainbow beam? Because no. the, the first, I wish they had. I wish they had brought back. I the know rainbow. that would have been a rainbow. great yeah, because that would have been cool. because he yeah the original Mechagodzilla had that rainbow laser and it was just so different and cool and like it 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 I don't know it was just so Mechagodzilla. Like he's got yeah, a yep. rainbow laser, and I loved that. And I was yeah. I was hoping to have time to rewatch these uh, against Mechagodzilla, and then the next one you're going to talk about because they are by far two of my favorites, and definitely my two favorites of the Millennium Era. I did not get to rewatch them, so it has been a few years since I've seen these. But um, I was trying to remember if he if he had the the rainbow. Oh, I wish he no. did. Would have been cool, right? That would have been a cool trip, like it, yeah. because it, uh, if I remember the 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 chest thing, it absorbs Godzilla's rays, right? The atomic breath, and then it shoots it back, much like uh, traditional Mechagodzilla, which he does absorb and then brings it back. Yeah. Um, I should know that's King Caesar. I'm sorry, um, but um, but yeah, it, it's 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 a fantastic redesign, and and like you said, the whole adding to the mythos where you're. It's it's uh, humanity is taking the bones of the original Godzilla and then turning it into a force of good. Um, it's really cool. It's a it's a really cool design too. It's it's badass. Kiryu is badass. Very, very yeah. interesting too, in in a very morbid way. Yeah, mm -hmm. how they just yeah. like yeah, let's just grab the bones of this dead Godzilla and 
Yeah, <laughs> a robot. So yeah, so it's like the second time that the humans had built Godzilla because that happened in in Heisei as well, back in uh, versus Mecha, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two. Even though that's makes no sense for it to be called that because it's the yeah, third one, yeah. but it does it even have the continuity from what the first one, but not terror right. i don't know it makes no sense at all that's a whole other podcast trying to figure out it the is, naming but scheme this behind is against mechagodzilla <laughs> and uh yeah no i i think it's cool that the humans built him again but it did feel very different oh and it was it was piloted by one person right there was a pilot so it extra feels like a gundam like yeah because so... they didn't do that in the uh the heisei right there wasn't a pilot in there was there honestly i didn't watch right. that one recently so i don't recall <laughs> You, you know what? I feel like uh, they were remote controlling it. Yeah, because I think, I think from the Super X that they were flying around, right? Because they were, they were yeah, they were in the, the Super X. X. Yeah. Yep, which is yeah. like yeah. a ship. That they also I think they yeah, I think they were remotely controlling it. So yeah, this is uh, yeah. one where it, with with this movie too. At, at first, uh, Mechagodzilla was being remotely controlled until he got damaged, and then the main character—I forget her name—goes uh, in and goes inside of Mechagodzilla and tries to control him. Mm-hmm manually mm-hmm. so cool yeah really cool it's a, it's a cool awesome. movie for sure yeah, definitely it's really good good. I, I enjoyed it, it this is. is like like this is like the, the that was the movie this one and the next one is the one of the ones that made me appreciate godzilla movies yeah part of what makes it so cool is the duality between these two so let's get into the the next one joe that's like a next one, direct yes. follow-up the direct follow-up the only direct sequel in this era Mm. is Godzilla Tokyo SOS, which came out in 2003. And again, the same director, Masaki Tezuka. And it just, this movie just takes place right after the last movie. And again, it's really good. A, a lot of awesome fight scenes. It's the, the same, co- <clears throat> excuse me, same costumes, the same, uh, same Godzilla, same Godzilla. Um, some of the actors are different. There is uh, the the returning of those uh, the the twins. What are they called? The, the Shobujin. Okay, or, or so the fairies. Names, you can call them fairies. The fairies, yeah. So so they they come back and uh, the Mothra fairies. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the Mothra fairies. So so uh, they're like warning people to like you know you have to return. Godzilla, Godzilla's bones to the sea. Otherwise, Mothra will like rage war against all of Tokyo. And, oh yeah, oh, Mothra's gonna come and fuck and, uh, you up. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and, and, and Mothra's like super cute in this movie. So I, Mothra I, in this movie, she looks amazing. amazing. Even the amazing. even the larva, like, even the larva is like, oh, yeah, pretty cute too. I think this is peak Mothra, uh, yep. practical Mothra. Uh, this and and it was the last practical mothra i think unless she's in the next one maybe she's in the next one too she's well, I, I, she looks i think the best in this movie as far yeah, as practice yep really good really good I, again uh the, the the human elements works really well in this movie um just like in the movie before it and um in the, the fight scenes with you no know, with mothra it with in uh, godzilla that was yeah. really cool. While, while while they're trying to like you no know, fix Mechagodzilla, uh, everyone thought that Mothra would come and destroy Tokyo with Godzilla because apparently, like years and years and years ago, Mothra destroyed like uh, a city 
or something. Um, I forget which city it was. Maybe um, they're referring to the original Mothra. The original Mothra, Mothra yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would make sense. And um, I do so love it when they do that. Yeah, Wait, Mothra wasn't Mothra wasn't evil in that one. It was just defending its its egg. Um, right. But um, yeah. So but, she was but trying this, to get the the twins back. The twins because back. The yeah, yeah. Humans yeah. kind of did the King Kong thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, like, yeah, ooh, yeah, look yeah. at these they fans. Stole, you know, they sold yeah. the twins and but put she, them in so a cage she was just essentially defending her territory, as it were, mm -hmm. or her possessions, her stuff, but not really in a villain per se. It's right. just uh, you you yeah. pissed it off and then reap what you sow type of thing. Yeah, really good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was really sad when, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen this movie yet, um, Mothra dies. <laughs> and I thought that was really sad. I mean, it was a, gl a, a glorious death. Hmm. It was a glorious death. Yeah. But still sad at the same time. Hmm. Now, Mothra but always dies. I'll, I'll tell you something, Joe. Mothra always dies. Mothra always dies. <laughs> that's the, uh, Mothra, that, Mothra that's, dies at the end. So that's the thing. It's always Mothra a larva to take Mothra's place. Yeah. You know, that's how it reborn. works. Yeah. yeah, it's like the phoenix. So that's, that's really cool. Saying so it's not, not always the same Mothra. Right. Yep. It's not. That's yep. really cool. Yeah, and that re rebirth of Mothra trilogy that, that I mentioned, which is very much for little kids. Um that is its own Mothra. That's the like I said, the boy Mothra. It's Mothra Leo. That's the uh, the character for that whole entire series of movies. All three of them. But it is it is uh, it is fun. I always love seeing Mothra. But she, I don't know. The the, the puppeteering is so good in this. Like her flapping oh, yeah. her wings really fast, and yep. you just never see that. She's usually so yep. limited in what they can do. Oh, she I know. Just does these she's big not, like she's not stiff flybys. These stiff flybys so she kind of would do. But just the colors one, on Mothra's so... uh, wings are. Oh just yeah, very. Yeah, they stand absolutely. out yes, so so well. Bright yeah. orange um, in there, and oh, it's you know I love even though it's just a photo poster i love the poster for tokyo sos yeah mm -hmm. that's cool i really like it and it's a cool it's a cool name it's not you know godzilla versus somebody it's like its own very unique yeah name. right tokyo right. sos cool right all right different nice very different all right now the the final film of this era so this uh, was supposed to be the third kiryu movie Oh, and, yep. and Tokyo SOS bombed. So they were like, uh Oh crap. Let's not do a third one. <laughs> right, never but mind. There was gonna be a trilogy of the of Kiryu movies. We just oh, never bummer, got the I really movie. like the I really like those two movies. I know. Me too. Um so the, the final movie of this era is Godzilla Final Wars, which came out in two thousand four. And this mm -hmm. time it was directed by I'm gonna get this name wrong. No, that's not the director. I'm going. I, yeah. I'm going to get this name wrong. Ryuhi. Ryuhi Kitamura. Kitamura. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm pregnant again. Thank you. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> the contrabass strikes again. Again. Been pregnant so many times already. <laughs> um, so I, I have again no idea what this movie's about, other than I, I know that one? there are a lot of. The monsters returning in this movie. Yes. Oh yeah. This movie's I don't know. It's really who? crazy. This is. Oh, well, you want a list? Lots. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Give yeah. me that list. Give me that it's, list. Uh, well, actually, from from, our, from the actual Blu-ray, babies will be named after these monsters. So there's Godzilla. <laughs> there's there's Gigan, King Caesar, Anguirus, Kumonga, Kamakuras, 
uh, Ebida, Manda, Hedera, Rodan, Minila, Mothra, Monster X, and Zilla. Wow. So, yes. um, yeah, I mean, long story short, th this movie is. And this is Matthew just you, Broderick. Think, <laughs> yeah, right. You remember, you remember Bruce Lee's Game of Death? If you ever yes. saw Game of Death. So at the end, Bruce goes into this castle. And it's like a video game. He has a, he goes through each floor and there's a boss fight. Mm -hmm. That's this this movie in a nutshell. Basically, Godzilla comes out. Alien. Oh, aliens come over. And what? Well, not what? just aliens. These are the Zillions. Zillions are which back. Which were the which aliens uh, we, we learned about last episode yes. in the, uh, I don't remember what year which it was. Which one was it? Was, was it Invasion of Astro, Astro Monster. Monster? Yeah. So um, yeah. they're back with, with some returning uh, legacy actors from the old Showa series, actually. Um, cool. So uh, basically, aliens have come over, and they come out as good guys. They're like, hey, we love you guys. We're going to give you the cure to every uh, modern uh, disease ever. Uh, and and then they finally lift the veil, and they, they become bad guys. And they're like, hey, we got all these monsters. We're going to destroy the world. And then Godzilla comes out. He's pissed off. I guess these monsters maybe woke him up from his nap or something. And um, he just proceeds to beat. The, he goes from country to country, continent to continent, just beats the shit out of a monster, and then moves and on he has to the a next big one. ruler, and he and he slaps them all on the wrist and makes them to have better posture. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if it's left-handed, if it's left-handed, it gets a whack. This is Godzilla boss <laughs> rush mode. Right it's 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 basically it just him going. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks from fight to fight. That's basically mm. this. And then they pepper in some human stuff that whatever. So um, he's kind of like the, the Ryu. Yeah, basically, so looking for the best fight. All yeah. you need to know the, the, the big, the big thing. Yeah, the big things about this movie is one, it's batshit insane. Like literally, yeah. there is, um, there was no supervision. I think during the creation of this movie, and they just like they must have been funded in cocaine or something because there, there really is no flow. There's no rhyme. There's no yeah. logic. Um, I think they were like trying literally, to, like make <laughs> no, them. Please, tell me. I think they wanted. Yes. To, okay. I yes, think they yes, wanted yes. that element of like super high, high stylish, cool um, guys in black leather trench coats. You know, oh, yeah. doing kung fu. You yeah. know, and there Whoa. is like there are some like neat ideas with the humans, like. You know, they actually get to fight each other like hand to hand stuff really? like that yeah. never yeah. happens. Yeah, so and I mean, yet, it, yeah, yeah, it's like it's not that good of a movie. It's like no. it is so frustrating that this isn't more fun. This should be the ultimate, even if it's not that good, it should still be fun as hell. Just like Destroy All Monsters, Destroy All Monsters is so fun. And this, this should at least be as fun as Destroy All Monsters, and it's not even close. Yeah. For some reason, it, there's just something about right. it. They they're trying. They're right. trying too hard. I mean, I will say, and again, I am a total fan of shitty '80s B movies. So maybe <laughs> that's why I have. I can. I can tolerate this. But so yeah, have, I can tolerate it. You, you have two. You have terrible, two. Terrible. Um, I guess stories with the humans. There's the Japanese. Um, what are they called? The SDF force, right? Like the um, <clears throat> the Godzilla. That was definitely in the previous right? ones. I think the previous JSR. one. I, I forget what they're called in this one. The JSRF or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, a, yeah um, but basically, Joe. Instead of okay. building uh, Kiryu, what they do now is like super soldiers. So basically, they have humans oh, okay. who are 
genetically gifted and they are amplified so they have amplified agility karate and strength so basically they're just getting super soldiers and that's the idea we're going to fight kaiju with super soldiers now mm -hmm. um and then that's where this whole matrix thing comes out we're like everyone is flipping around and looking like yeah. the matrix but much worse mind you but worse. <laughs> um isn't there a scene Japan. with like uh like skydiving uh where they like dive onto the back of godzilla or something yeah with like rocket launchers or something and they're like it's like this weird because uh, that just felt to me like rain of fire which oh, I a great movie great movie came, yeah great movie much better movie and yeah. i think that did come first um oh, it, yeah rain of fire was like 98 90, okay. or no 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 uh mm, no, not that early 2000 early to, or 2002 maybe, it was probably not too much before it was but 2002 it, yeah. To, okay but Whatever, that okay. reminds me of that and uh and stuff but you know see again a neat idea we haven't seen that before cool make us actually care about the human stuff and uh every time i watch this i'm like no i'm gonna love it this time i'm gonna feel different and it's like i think the fact that the it's it's such a boss rush mode like you said aldo is like what kind of keeps it from being satisfying like the, the there's a lot of cg like bad bad cg monsters too and um and they just, I mean, Zilla looks the worst, but Kamonga looks bad. Yeah, and they do yeah. have some new uh, actual suits. Like, we get to see King Caesar. Holy shit. We haven't seen Looking King so Caesar. Good. Since, Love King you know, Caesar. 76 or whatever. And, and his pulling only off appearance. some Pele moves. And he's cool. <laughs> and he, you know, I, I, I appreciate him. You know, and Hedora is back. And that's super surprising, too. They're both like so surprising. And, and they make a big deal out of the return of Gigan. And we talked in our last mm -hmm. episode about Gigan, and we were talking about we, you know, we all prefer the dad bod Gigan uh, from the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> and this is like, you know, he's like way sexier and like, you know, more buff and stuff. And he uh, he gets two he gets two big fights. I mean, they really treat him as you feel like he's the big bad of the movie, and then they sort of, you know, surprise. There's actually a different actual final big bad but you know they do treat him with some gravitas and respect and i do love that in fact that is probably my favorite thing about this movie is how much respect they give gigan and like because they find him first and he's like he's like frozen in ice and uh they're thawing him out and it's like oh my god we know what that is we yeah. can tell we can tell it's gigan and I love that uh, so much. Um, and it is an awesome redesign. I mean, I prefer the original. A hundred percent prefer the original. So I want cool. Dad Bud. But I still love the redesign. It's great. And he looks cool. like Gigan still. But um, yeah, just despite all the good, it's weird. I think this movie is very okay. So I'll, I'll tell you this, Joe. There yeah. are maybe like five takeaways you can take from Godzilla Final Wars. One, uh, Godzilla is probably arguably the strongest iteration of Godzilla because he is like on a cosmic level here. He is mm -hmm. destroying meteors from the sky. I think it's casually. the ears. I think that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's a the cool. First time it's he a, had visible external ears. It's and, it's uh, a cool. It, yeah, I don't know if you can see him here. Very tiny, but um, he oh, is. Yeah. Um, he's very angry. It's a cool design. 
Um, he is extremely overpowered, though. He is like ninety uh, percent of these battles; it, they end in like ten seconds. Um, it's like seriously, it's, it, yeah, it's, uh, all no of one, them. no one poses a threat to Godzilla. Yeah, he just throws um, him off screen, off camera. So, yeah. so, so that's one. Second takeaway is for whatever reason, in this cocaine binged uh, process of making this movie, they decided to hire a UFC fighter, Don Fry, to be the captain <laughs> of the Gotengo, and Dude, um, looks like Hagar. Like. <laughs> yes, he, from Final Fight. He is Mike Hagar, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he is a very legendary uh, fighter in the UFC and also in Japan and pro wrestling. He was in New Japan pro wrestling. Uh, so Don Fry was a huge name in Japan. Um, so basically, he is just the captain of this submarine called the Gotengo. Do you like has, my suspenders? And he's got a katana for whatever reason because he's cool in a red oh, trench which, coat. Which, which means and, Japanese sword. And yes, katana. And but. He speaks only English, and everyone else speaks only Japanese, but they all understand <laughs> each other because we don't, whatever. Um, it's just because that's he, the Tower of Babel for you. Yeah. He is hilarious in the movie because he, this was his only acting gig. I think at the times, his first acting gig, and you could tell. <laughs> but he oh, yeah. has, he has a certain charm to him. He's like a ladies' man, and like he will fight, and he, he's just cool. Like, even as goofy as it is, he has an aura of a badass too. So Don Fry is cool. Three, you get you get all the monsters. This is destroy all monsters in the new era. Um, you know, you, you get a, a smorgasbord of cameos and you know, a, a lot of people you wouldn't think you would see, like Hedora and King Caesar and all mm -hmm. that. That that's cool. Um, so that's three. Four, this for people who hate the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. This is uh this is your this is your your payment. This is it. This is, your, this is it. So they, they you gave have, you five seconds of glory. You Let's have the bang. Japanese Godzilla fight the American Godzilla in this epic fight that lasts not even it doesn't even it finishes before it even starts. But basically it's like eight seconds long. J Japan made it a point to make the American Godzilla look like an absolute fucking joke, which and which it is compared to an actual Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, it's just to see that actually you I don't you don't even see it. Basically it happens in Sydney, Australia at the opera house and the aliens beam American Godzilla to, to the Japanese Godzilla. He charges at him. Guns is like, fuck off, shoots his atomic breath. He jumps, smacks him with his tail into the opera house, and then just destroys him with the atomic breath. That's it. But to see that actually happen, it's like, oh my God, it's cathartic from, from the shittiness of the American Godzilla movie. So it's it's like a, you're getting your receipt. So that is, that is number four. Number five. Ironic, because um, as, as bad as the American Godzilla movie is, I think it's a much better movie than this one. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, but like you you can better. infinitely really watch is. that one. Yeah. yeah, um, and then number five is uh, you know the, the spoiler, the, the the big bad at the end, which no yeah, one kind of saw cool. coming, because it's this creature called Monster X, which is like this black and silver, like it looks like a xenomorph from Alien. Basically, it's kind of what it looks like, but skull with skull, Very yeah, skull with skulls. Theme. But then surprise, he turns into King King Ghidorah. Um, mm -hmm. And then King Ghidorah actually gets an upgraded form called Kaiser King Ghidorah, He's and awesome. um, yeah, he just looks really cool. Again, the the promotional material for the movie they did really well by not mm -hmm. leaking out that King Ghidorah yep. was in this movie. Um, they kept showing this Monster X, and you kind of should have seen it coming because he did have like these heads on the which were three heads. You just never put yeah on the shoulder together. pads. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean it's it's. I love it's, it's, Kaiser it's not, King Ghidorah, 
Kaiser. Kaiser Gingler yeah. is a really cool design. And, and, <clears throat> he and is the so last... cool, and he has four legs, finally. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, like, like um, which which I think Desgidora from the Rebirth of Mantra also had four, Correct. four legs. Correct, and yeah, they uh, started it with that, and uh, he looks, I think, so much better with four legs. Yeah. Um, I, but I love I love this design. Fantastic final fight. Whereas all the other fights prior, with the exception of Gigan, were all like one minute fights, if that. Mm -hmm. uh, Gigan and King Ghidorah fights they go they go the mile, and that last fight is pretty damn epic. The set mm -hmm. design is really cool. Um, they actually stopped the music too, so it's like let you soak in on the fight because the, the the movie has. So Steve is right. This was like this weird where like era where Japan was like, hey, the Matrix was cool, and like maybe the Fast and Furious was cool. So like they mixed. <laughs> it's like this weird like Lincoln Park kind of music shit going on, and it just does not fit <laughs> in the context of Godzilla at all. It's a very um, 2004 movie. Yeah, it's very yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would think it was the English dub that was doing that, but no, the Japanese dub actually has this weird yeah. like rock music and stuff and. With the exception of this one theme song that plays throughout the whole movie, this it's like the Go Tango theme song or something, but which is hilarious. But so it's it's not a great movie by any means. Um, is it the movie that should have topped off the the era? I don't think so. Um, I think Tokyo SOS would have been a better end to the saga. Yeah, I, I, um, I do wish that yeah. um, we got our third. Uh, Kiryu. Yeah, that, that would have been a better end. Even even if they use the idea of bringing in a bunch of the old monsters for them to fight, and it would have been a great uh, reason for Godzilla and Kiryu to team up against mm -hmm. everybody, and uh, <clears throat> maybe not you know have as many and have the fights be a little bit more meaningful. But uh, I like right. the idea of what this movie was going for. It just was very silly, and the, uh, the Matrix people are just not as interesting as the JSXDF. I think that's what the organization yeah, was yeah, yeah. that made Kiryu. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is, and, uh, and stuff. It does feel, at least in scope, a good finale, size-wise, and the fact that they end with a really cool Ghidra after... Yeah, a very lame-looking Ghidra showed up in uh, GMK, as it's affectionately known as Tim. Mentioned. Yeah, Ghidra got his you know service in this movie. Just oh my god, know. he's so cool, so very so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, very guys, cool. we're at the uh, sixty-minute mark here. Uh, you didn't think we'd do it, but we just did it. So, uh, Joe, uh, thanks for the Millennium Era, no and uh, we're just going to move right along in this episode here. So we are going to actually take a short break, but before we do that, we had a poll on our Facebook. That was the Octoponder for this episode. And the poll just simply asked, who is your favorite Godzilla foe of all time? Uh, so when we come back after the break, I'll go through what you guys voted on, and then we'll keep on going through the Godzilla era store part two. So stay tuned. Hey kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with... My god, man! I can't read all of these! So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network! 
there are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Shark Bites, Shark Bites Podcast, it's the greatest show in history, from the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy, from movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Do you like retro video games? 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia. Hi, I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, the NES addict. Welcome to the weekly Warp Pipe. Jump into the Warp Pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood. That's right. Every week we discuss something new like the hardest NES games. Or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes. What our top 10 toys were. <laughs> Battle Beast. No, dude. It was Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Cowabunga. So be sure to check out theweeklywarpipe.com for more info. You join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. Uh, hi everyone, this is Frank Conniff, TV's Frank from Mystery Science Theater, and also the Mads are back, and you are listening to Retro Redoctopus. Um, wow, that sounds dirty, but uh, okay. The worst we can find. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. Alrighty, welcome back, Retroids. Before the break, I asked you, what was your favorite Godzilla foe of all time? And uh, we all weigh in on these usually, but that also takes forever. So I'm just going to read the poll, and then uh, we're just going to keep going from there. So just to start, uh, I'll try to go from whoever got the least votes to whoever got the most votes. But Facebook polls are kind of awkward. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so with the least amount of votes, we kind of have a tie between Batra, who I voted for because I love Batra, uh, Space Godzilla, Destroya, (laughs) Violante, and Humanity. I included Humanity because we do have those movies. Yes, absolutely. Um, Then up from there, up from having singular votes, we have Mechagodzilla, who got four votes, which is... Totally legit. I think yeah. that Mechagodzilla does deserve That's four who votes. I voted for. Mm-hmm. And Gigan also got four votes, which is great. Gigan only appearing in so few movies still holds a lot of weight. Yeah, my boy. Um, he is. Uh, up from there, we have King Kong with six votes. Uh, actually, wow. no, five votes because I just accidentally unvoted for Batra. Go back. Go back to Batra. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so King Kong has five votes. Uh, Mothra coming in with 11. Uh, you know, it's like, it's hard to say. Is Mothra really a foe? Yada, yada, whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, they're, they're at odds with she each has other. Been. They, it's fine. they get she along. It, you know, it counts. Everyone counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, 
and and then you know maybe you know to no no surprise to anybody at all uh with with the most votes by absolute landslide with 22 votes king Ghidorah, king Ghidorah, yes. king g himself the monster uh, zero monster himself. zero monster zero monster i kind of i kind of feel that as though it's like the obvious choice yeah, so i wish sure. not to pick that one even though i do i mean this you can't go it's wrong cool. with yeah, it, yeah. i mean it's just awesome. your favorite you know cool. yeah and, and i i do love mecha godzilla at least the, yeah. the versions from my era that, that i talked about and For uh sure. and, and, but i i had to go with the space godzilla because i just think oh wow pretty sick it does look really cool. awesome that's awesome. Yeah, I wanted to vote for Biolante, but I'm like, Batra gets no love, so I'm gonna vote for Batra. Yeah. Um and I, I love know. I technically love all the Mecha Godzillas for different reasons. Yeah. I mean yeah. Mecha Godzilla 2, the Heisei is my least favorite design wise. Well well, no. It's like see in my brain, I don't even count the, the legendary. GBK. Yeah. Legendary is <laughs> yeah. the worst. But, we don't uh, talk about you know, that I one. I love I love them all for different reasons. They're all fun. Yeah. And although we know you love Megalon. I love Mega, but you know what? I voted for Gigan. Oh, you voted for Gigan. I voted for Gigan. Gigan oh, yeah. is, yeah, is just, I mean, you, even though he has a, a red laser for an eye, you can tell he's laughing every time he kicks somebody <laughs> or like he's cackling. <laughs> he's just, he is, he's Starscream. He is literally the Starscream of Kaiju. <laughs> he is. He is. He's Godzilla's Starscream. Uh, all right. Awesome. Well, guys, that was a nice poll. Thank you, everyone who voted. Uh, definitely appreciate that participation and, yeah. you know, getting a, getting to get all hyped <clears throat> up again for some, uh, you know, Octoponder 2.0 for this yeah. year two-parter uh but we're gonna move right into the second half of our episode and hand things over to mr parasite steven talk to us about the monsterverse oh all right it's my turn so um monsterverse uh 2014 to present um this is a short but ongoing era uh modern if you will um so this started with 2014's Godzilla directed by Gareth Edwards um, who was a guy that I, I was familiar with from his one movie that he had done that got any repute which was called Monsters and in that movie you know it's called Monsters and he's like yeah but really the monsters aren't the point and like the monsters show up there are giant Titanic like sort of almost Cthulhu looking creatures they show up for one second at the end and he's right the monsters weren't the point so when i heard he was going to do godzilla i'm like oh i really hope he understands that we want to see more godzilla than that and so <laughs> right so here's the thing uh i like this movie i think it's a good movie i think it's a decent start um to what has become a really great era in my opinion uh, for all its flaws, I think it does some stuff best and other things bad. And uh, overall, it sort of evens out. And I, I love the MonsterVerse. I think it's really, really great. Um, and I, I think Gareth Edwards did not overcome the thing I was worried about. He uh, really doesn't show us enough Godzilla in this movie. Now, there is uh, a very, very like distinct look for Godzilla in this series. Everybody knows it now. Uh, you can pull it out of a... like. I mean, not, not only could we pull it out of a list, I mean, we can pull most of the Godzillas out of the list, you know, at least, you know, Aldo, Tim, and myself, we, we, we're, we're like in the know, but you know, like, 
anybody the legendary I Godzilla think, is so would recognize singular. the legendary Godzilla or the legendary films is who makes the MonsterVerse movies. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's very, very unique looking. He's his silhouette is more bear like that's that seems to be what everybody can agree on. He sort of stands there like a big grizzly bear. And um, yep. he's really, really cool. Big, big, like elephant feet. Um, so gone are those big, like dragonish T-Rex toes. He sort of yeah. has like smaller toes and just big, like stumpy elephant feet. Um, his tail ends in more of a, a point and, uh, he looks amazing. I love, I love the look of this Godzilla. I'm I not going to say it's my favorite, Godzilla. but it is up there. I mean, it's he is from a design from like Western Godzilla, you know, designing yeah. what was so controversial previously, like this nails it, you know, like yeah, if Japan came does. out with this Godzilla, I wouldn't think uh, twice about it. I'd be like, yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly. This is, this is yep. so in line with what yep. his nostrils is. are like the most is the, is the one element of him that looks so different that I was like, wow, that's kind of bold. You know, you, you got his, he, he's a, sort of got like Barney nostrils, like they're on either side of his squared off jaw face mm. but like i mean it all works and literally every time i see him on on screen for any of the the monsterverse movies no matter how many times i've already seen them every second that he's on screen i am like like it's like i'm pure joy i i yeah, love seeing him so much they, this. the yeah. the quality of the so it, we should say it's all cg <clears throat> as far as the uh, special effects goes, but the quality of the CG is so incredible that even looking back to 2014 today, looks it looks damn good. perfect. It's mm -hmm. just amazing. So, okay. So what am I going to say about this movie? I'm not going to go through the entire plot or anything like that. It starts out and it, it feels like our hero is Brian Cranston from breaking bad. And everybody who's very, very, uh, lied to and all the marketing was was brian cranston brian cranston he was the one doing yeah. all the press tour yep. and everything and talking how, how excited he was about doing a godzilla movie and he's a big godzilla fan and and he's he's really in like a, a quarter of the movie and it's really a huge bummer because they set up this very interesting story and make this great character and he's just absolutely awesome and i wish to god they could just go back in time and change that. And he, he was, would get to be in more movies because I really think that yeah. just that one change, that one butterfly effect, I think the butterfly effect would be so distinct throughout the rest of the movies it would be so, so sweeping that it might fix some of the later human stuff because the biggest, uh, you know, problem, I think, with the MonsterVerse overall is that the human stories are not great, you know, and um, and stuff. But the, the, the kaiju stuff is is tip top notch. So, so Just absolutely unbelievably awesome. All of it. It's like sipping a second of kaiju. It's like sipping a great cognac. It's just it is. So you so and it's not the worst human stuff. There's plenty of Showa movies, you know, Mega Gyrus. There's plenty of Godzilla movies over the years that have worse human stuff. It's not the worst it's just not great it's like c c minus sometimes sometimes it's b yeah. but you know it's not super good but anyway in that first one i think it starts out very strong and then it sort of it sort of veers and and unfortunately it, it never it never gets great you like essentially don't care about anybody after brian Cranston dies because you've already lost his wife who you cared about even though she was in it for five seconds and uh 
and then Brian Cranston goes, and now it's like, okay, now we're on to like main character number three, and it's you know Aaron yeah. Johnson, and and I don't know, I just don't really care. It's you just kind of it interesting. It's very it whatever. It. It's just yeah, kind of interesting that Aaron Taylor Johnson is married to Elizabeth Wanda. Olsen yeah. <laughs> in this, and they are Quicksilver and Wanda. Like the Scarlet Witch from Marvel, right? Yeah, you know, later MCU. Yep. And uh, this was right around the time. This was right before I think they did. They appeared in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, yeah. Which is just kind of weird to see them kissing and stuff. <clears throat> it's like, wait, wait, aren't they? Aren't they brothers? Hold on, hold on, wait, hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute. But uh, so they they create a new monster for Godzilla to fight in this. Uh, so I love that. I love when uh, you know it's it's the it's been it's been the tradition right every single time if there are uh classic toho monster callbacks they come later so in that same tradition you know with heisei we got biolante which very very memorable uh millennium we got orga less less memorable but still you know definitely interesting and here we get uh the mutos there's two of them and it stands for something i can't remember massive you know, like, unidentified terrestrial, terrestrial organism, organism i believe okay. is what, what it is yeah there you go thank you thank you aldo for that um You're welcome. and it is a very like uh, weird design i i like it but i don't love it but see this is this is my issue i don't like it when things are and this is like a pokemon thing that bugs me with a lot of pokemon if it's supposed to be an organic thing but it looks like it's made out of metal and stuff it's like right it doesn't look like it, it could be um, organically i would yeah. rather if these things were made. like alien like cyborgs that that's what they look like to me. Yeah, like, they look like robotic or some. Yeah, some. They're too smooth. Like it's they're weird. too smooth. And we get there's one they're scene angular where you get up close and you see the Mudo's face go right past the train car, and you see that the, the eyes, eyes not really an eye. Eyes look. It's so like a bunch of LEDs or something. It's like a yep. string of LEDs make yep. the eye, and it's just a weird thing that doesn't really look like it's uh it's biological, but. You know, I I think overall it's a cool monster, um, and there are some like I said, every every kaiju scene is amazing. Uh, so you get a decent amount with just the Muto sort of menacing the humans, and also a lot of uh, a lot of like reverence put just in the same way that we had Gigan in Final Wars. You know, where they're like, you know, there's a big cocoon, it's gonna hatch, and. And there's a lot of like anticipating. Same thing going back to Gidra the three-headed monster back in the '60s. There's a lot of like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So it's much coming. anticipation. So that's pretty cool. Movie. So we first fight the, uh, we first see the, the male Muto, which is smaller than the female by a lot. It's like half the size, but it can fly. So it's the opposite of the Gelflings. <laughs> Everyone was thinking this. I think it every single time because then you, you meet the girls later and I'm like, no, the girls are the ones that have wings. What are you doing? Like, obviously, but, um, the, uh, the queen Muto or whatever the, the, this, the female, I guess they just call it in this, uh, very, very cool, much more the size of Godzilla, but you get a really freaking awesome fight at the end with the two different Mutos, very different size, but, they tag team Godzilla and it is like a dope fight. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not the longest fight, but it's really cool. And like, it ends with basically the coolest thing I had ever seen Godzilla ever do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it Hell is, yeah. it is totally his finishing move. It is taken really 
it's it feels like it's an homage back to Godzilla 2000 when he killed Orga yeah, by yeah. breathing his atomic breath into his mouth, into his doubt his gullet. Only Blech. this time it is so much cooler. It is so I mean, yeah. I mean, it is just the most epic. And then thing the, the battle cry did. after was just like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he just rips open the Muto's jaws and just like, you know, really rips it open and just breathes it straight down his gullet. And it just, uh, it, it just destroys his, his whole neck. neck. Yeah, the just, neck is gone. And now he's just holding a head. And it is just so brutal and epic. It's so fucking um, awesome. I love it so much. Also, this, uh, the last thing I'll say is uh, this one is uh, the other movie that really comes to mind. And, you know, uh, I mentioned Derek Rook earlier. He always, always says this about this movie. And I did rewatch it for the first time in a while uh, last week. And um, and I actually I liked it actually better than I was thinking that I was going to. Um, I, I thought I I had I had more fun with it than I was anticipating. It's probably the third time I third or fourth time I've seen it, but it, it has been a while. Um, but one of the things that Derek always says is uh, this is you know one of those movies that you know you get that that real scale because they show Godzilla from the, the perspective of a human on the street. Like I was saying with uh, the beginning of Godzilla 2000, this is the other movie that really, really is interested in that. And I think yep. that's Gareth Edwards. That's, that's very much what he that's was going thing. for. Yeah. And you really see that with the Mutos too. And that honestly, that shot where they're in the train and the Muto goes right past. Oh yeah. I mean, it's Good just it's, it's just absolutely awesome. The sound I mean, design like, walking around scene. the village and stuff, you yeah. know, it's like you really so, get sound design. That. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. in that train absolutely scene. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, it I mean, so is this like an awesome movie? I think that some someone probably thinks that it's awesome. I don't think it's awesome. I think it's solid. I think it's flawed and I think there's more good than bad. And uh, and they just they just fucked up with the story when they killed off Brian Cranston and, and they replaced him with somebody who was not as interesting. And, uh, you know, right. His son. Totally. Um, feel that. Just kind of a bummer. But, you know, it does set up uh, even though it, it doesn't it doesn't really try too hard, but it sets up Monarch, the, which is the the organization of these these uh, scientists right. that are studying the Kaijus. And you get this first uh, little bit of, okay, there's a few mentions of Monarch, and you, you see the the, um, the very stylized butterfly design that's their logo, I think, and and, and stuff. But it's, it's just barely there. It's very missable. Um, but it does start right here. And the only other thing I'll, I have to say is, of course, Ken Watanabe is in this. And he plays a character with the last name of Serizawa, which is a nice throwback to the original Gojira movie. And of yep, course, love that. Dr. Serizawa is the uh, eye-patched uh, scientist who, who uh, created the Oxygen Destroyer. And uh, no Oxygen Destroyer in this one, but uh, just wait. Just, just wait. Yeah, stay tuned. So, so that's <laughs> Godzilla 2014, as it's usually known. Uh, then in 2009, uh, 2019, uh, we got Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is kind of a fun name because that's what the Americanized version of the original Gojira was called way back in the day. Yeah. Um, so this is Godzilla King of the Monsters, uh, directed by Michael Doherty. Michael Doherty, um, people will know from two movies. He directed Trick or Treat with a little cute guy, Sam, who is oh, kind of yeah. like the Jack the Pumpkin King killer, as far as I'm concerned, as far as adorable Halloween mascots go. 
And uh, he also directed Krampus because he does only holiday movies and Godzilla. I don't know why that. Um, I got two speeds. <laughs> right. So Michael Doherty uh, is known for having a sense of humor in his horror. And uh, I was kind of expecting that. But I don't know. It, it didn't really feel like a Michael Doherty movie at all. Um, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, it's it's very, very, very convoluted. Um, here are the important things. We got three classic Toho Godzilla foes mm -hmm. facing off with and around Godzilla in this movie. That is the most important part. Okay. The story is so complicated that it sort of, it, 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 it just keeps shooting itself in the foot. It has too many ideas. It doesn't really do a good job with uh, exploring them. Really, a lot. Some of them are just hinted at, and like you get a, like a little nod to the Mothra fairies, and like you know, like little things that they just sort of don't really flush out. There's some bad dialogue. There's some. There's like too many characters. You can't really, you know, latch on to to really who's who or whatever. There are some returning cast members from uh, Godzilla 2014 that come back. Uh, most notably, Ken Watanabe comes back as Dr. Serizawa. Um, and there's some military people that that show up, but they're, they're pretty much in it for like a scene or two. It's very small roles. Um, but we get Mothra. We get Mothra in both of her forms, even though the, uh, the larval form is very brief. It's great. Um, and then we get my boy we get rodan and yeah this what is an epic scene what dude the rodan stuff in this movie is is the highlight for me i love 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 the design of this rodan um he he is clearly taking a cue from the fire rodan we talked about way back in godzilla uh, uh, versus Mechagodzilla 2, which was the Heisei movie we talked about in the last episode. Uh, yep. This is uh, this is a volcanic version of the character. He looks like he's made out of lava. He's not he's not burning. He's not bright on fire, fiery. He looks like he's molted like lava when it cools. Is what he looks like. This is what yeah. his skin looks like. And he does volcanic, emerge like rock look yes. to parts of him. And he and he emerges out of a volcano. So this is where this move this movie's taken the idea of what monarch is and what they do and they're really just they explode it and they do all this world building and all that stuff is really cool. It's just that it's it's so minimized compared to what they're giving us for the meat and potatoes with the humans that are kind of not that interesting. Um, but you know, the idea of, okay, Monarch is, has been around since they found Godzilla back in the fifties. And guess what? There are like a ton of these big monsters and they have designated them. They don't call them Kaiju. They call them Titans. And okay. So Godzilla is a Titan and he's a, they, they give him a genus and a species. He is Titanus, which is always going to be the genus. And he's Titanus Gojira. How freaking fun is that? And then Mothra is Titanus Masura, which is the Japanese Masura, pronunciation. So yeah. great. And they even use some of the themes. They bring oh, yeah. back the Mothra theme a little bit. Shout out and to Bear just, McCreary for the soundtrack. Bear yeah. McCreary did such an amazing job at the soundtrack. Of this. Yeah. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, I mean, you know, you get like, a, you know, a scene or two with each of these classic characters, but you also get some new stuff. They tease these like other, other Titans that you barely see. They're just barely in it. And I, I'm still dying to see more of like any and all of these guys. And I hope we get to see him someday. Oh, but um, no. so Rodan gets an amazing intro. Just like he's he's in a volcano in Mexico, and every place that there is a Titan that Monarch has found, they have a base nearby where the humans can study it, but they also try to contain the creature. So it sort of makes a lot of sense. So they had put this big cap on the volcano to try to contain Rodan. The problem is that the humans are doing stupid human shit. And they wake up the last most probably epic and amazing character in the whole movie, which is King Ghidra. And they even call him Monster Zero. It's so freaking yeah, cool. They do. Yeah. And there is a throwaway line that they never go back to, but they say that legend says that this this ancient dragon was a rival for Godzilla and he fell from the stars. Uh, so yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know yeah. for sure. They don't really talk about it, but the idea is put in our brains that this is an alien. And that is so Love correct. That. So, That's so, so, so right. correct for King Ghidra. He should be an alien. Yeah. Absolutely. And they say that the, the Titans are all in balance. Except Ghidra is not from Earth. Is the it's the insinuation that he because he's alien, he's not from here, so he's he's screwing everything up. He's like a displaced species. He is completely screwing everything up. So that was back then. That was like there are legends about him, but they find him in Antarctica. So he's frozen. Human stupid humans do stupid human shit. They wake him up, and oh my god, we get our first battle of Godzilla versus king ghidra it's it's at nighttime there's a lot of nighttime fights in this um which i don't love uh and quick shout out my favorite movie in this cycle is technically not a godzilla movie it's it's skull island kong skull island is by far like with a like a massive margin my favorite um in this cycle and that has so much day stuff. There aren't like, yeah. you know, you big monster movies always try to hide the quality of the special effects a little bit. And, and, you know, either in nighttime shots or nighttime plus rain. And that was like, yeah, fog, absolutely rain, true mist, for, yeah. yeah, for Pacific Rim. That's like every fight in Pacific Rim oh, was no like kidding. at night in the rain, like every single one. It's like, are, do any of these have colors? I can't tell. Um, but yeah, so so anyway, this uh, this back to King of the Monsters, we get a lot of nighttime stuff, but it's okay. It looks it looks really good, and I think they specifically did it because we get a lot of light beams, shadows, and beam shadows, attack. Yeah. It's really cool. So we get this fight, and uh, Godzilla and and King Ghidra fight, and God, and Ghidra has his lightning breath and everything, and it is so incredibly gravity awesome. Gravity beams, baby. I mean, the gravity beams, like. So, I, I mean, I don't think that Ghidra has ever looked better. I mean, this is oh, the, man. the, the pinnacle. So good. This, this is so, it's so hard to say, right? Because the show, I love the show, uh, Ghidorah. I think the randomness of how his head's moved, uh, there's a certain art to it. But this, this version, um, I mean, holy shit. He is intimidating as fuck. And yeah. 
when he gets out, when he breaks out of the Antarctic, and you see that lightning strike, and you see mm-hmm. how much he towers over mm-hmm. Godzilla, mm-hmm. that is a big holy shit. And the way moment. he moves, like I mean, see, I love the fluidness of the way the next move in CGI. Yeah. I, I think, I think that he finally looks like a real thing. Like he always was fun, but he's very puppety. And I think that this is just so great. And I like the design of his heads. I think they made him less ugly. And he's just, uh, he just, he just looks, loves. he looks so handsome. He's just handsome. In this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's a dapper Ghidorah. It's a great, uh, yeah. it's a all great three, design. All, all three kaiju are Mothra, Rodan, and yes. Ghidorah. I mean, you so really, good. I don't know how you could find fault in their designs because it really right. is much like the 2014 where it, with Godzilla and the Mutos, there was a lot of like awe-inspiring scale mm-hmm. shots. Yeah. Same thing here. Um, and but in different ways because you know in King Ghidorah it's in the Arctic people are looking at it from their tents or their little mm-hmm. helicopters or whatever with Rodan it's the the squadrons the fighter jets you know that just scene this is Top Gun scene, Top but, Gun Maverick oh, but with man. with Rodan and when he goes supersonic by just flapping his yeah. wings once and he just destroys them, it's just I mean there's so much I mean when I saw right. this in theaters I had goosebumps the whole Me fucking too. time. I shed a few tears because just like, I mean, you know, like this is how many decades of history that you're talking about with these kaiju and you never would have thought they would have much less all all three of them or all four of them in this one movie Mm -hmm. together in in Hollywood, this multi-million dollar movie. Right. And they, I mean, the the movie can't have its faults and stuff, but but that, the look, the scale, the sounds of the kaiju, you cannot, cannot, you cannot argue that exactly for, for kaiju action this is my favorite of all of them yeah for it's kaiju so action. much plentiful amazing looking kaiju yeah. action. and we get our hero characters that we we've loved since we were kids and for the kaiju action uh the human story is is just what i've said about it you know it's just okay and it's just very it's very convoluted and weird and stuff but i think that uh it's got a great cast you know i mean there's like great actors in the cast i mean millie bobby brown is great and she does a good job it's just she doesn't have a lot to do um she's far better here than in the the next movie though Uh, i I like her her better in the next one personally but i I preferred her in this one but i I mean again a lot of great actors here yep. it's just um either yeah, Char- it's charles dance i gotta show i dance, love charles right, dance. yeah yeah uh, charles so dance much is, and and so cool uh the, the lady i can never get her last name right vera oh far vera farmiga farmiga yeah. yeah i mean she's uh, she's she's fantastic she's great in what she does yeah and everything it's just her kind of character kind of makes no sense it's just um, uh, either it's a lack of direction or just something with the i mean the script is just uh, for, this, the, yeah the, i mean the, they're the, doing the, what they're told what they're told right um but i mean all the actors yeah but even so this is uh, for all the complaints that people had about godzilla having no screen time uh, in in the previous movie this immediately Mm -hmm. rectifies that i mean this you can't complain about there's lack of kaiju acting here that's just Uh, yes there's no way there's no 100 percent and they get they gave us they gave us scenes with godzilla that we've never seen before either like that underwater scene when they when they're in a sub and like they're like no open up the hitting in the, open in up the, the view window How there and he is just that, out right? there and he's pulsing and i mean that was amazing i love that that's I, every time that scene gives me goosebumps also later you know he does get defeated by ghidra and uh well well actually no he he's fighting ghidra 
And there's there's a fun fight with Rodan and Ghidra, which I wasn't expecting, and and I love that was it a too. Big, holy I shit, love, moment too. I love that one, and uh, and that was when Ghidra beats Rodan, but then you see that Rodan lives, and he is now subservient. So you're like, yep. oh, that's what they're doing. They're gonna split it up, which is so Showa, right? I mean, that's so fun. But they're yep, saying, well. But there's a reason. It's because the Titans, you know, there's an Alpha Titan, and the thing is yep. that you know Godzilla is supposed to be the Alpha Titan of Earth, but Ghidra is fucking it all up, and he's also an Alpha. So they're two dogs fighting in, in the <clears throat> in the yard, and uh, you know these other these other Titans that are lesser Titans, or they have to pick a side basically. So Rodan gets his ass beat by Ghidra, and uh, you know bends the knee, as it were. And, uh, and then, um, they really hold off with Mothra. She's the first one we see in the movie in her larval form, but, to you know, her, her final, you know, the Imago form as it were the, the adult butterfly looking moth form, um, you know, really she's in it the least she's, she's only in it a little bit at the end, but she is spectacular what and truly an amazing what? Yeah, I wish you got more. Of of course, and then but this, and then you hear the theme. I mean, it's just I. It's just yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is just that one. They're 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 giving you portions of fan service. So good. Yes, yes, and they they the the redesign for her is because I was the most worried about Mothra. I was like, I'm more precious with Mothra than the other ones. Like I love Rodan. Like I said in the last episode, he's always been one of my favorite favorites. But he but he kind of looked like shit most of the time. Like I love him because I love the original Rodan and I love Fire Rodan, which is in the Heisei. But like you know all his goofy appearances in the '60s, like he was when it was a guy in a suit, he looks bad. So like. You know, I was like, I'm not worried about it. Rodan's going to be awesome. And he was. But Mothra, I was I was nervous. I'm like, I, I, I don't know, because Mothra didn't really change that much. Like from the original appearance all the way through. To- uh, well, I don't know if she's in Tokyo SOS. It was the, uh, the one we said. Uh, Rebirth of Mothra. To- right? Oh, yeah. Tokyo Re- SOS. Yeah. Tokyo SOS. Yeah. And like she kind of still looks the same. She's yeah. I mean, she she's all just very better, but they didn't iterated on and just improved. But yeah, never they just radically improved different. on the same design. Yeah, the same design. Yeah. Right, right. No radical differences. But so with this one, I was like, oh, I was just so nervous to see Mothra. And they didn't show her in the any of the trailers or anything like that. And it's like, oh, my God. But they they gave her like grappling pincers in the front she has like you know praying man's yeah, hands her, her legs like whoosh, yeah they're so cool yeah and so now she can grapple and they then they gave her a stinger and that was very unexpected she she ends up getting into a fight with rodan, rodan. and that is really fun a i wish it was longer room. but it's that so is like great a applause moment it's like oh yeah so great so so great <laughs> and and so they they end up um you know they they re- they make a return of the uh, the oxygen destroyer, and it's neat. It's kind of dealt with not a ton of gravitas, and I sort of wish it was not yeah, used yeah. this way. But it's what they do, and it is what it is. But they try they try to to kill King Ghidorah with it, which is a fun change. But it ends up also it kills Godzilla, is what it does, and uh, and so then the humans are like, well, we fucked up. And uh, so they're they have to try to figure out a way to potentially revive Godzilla. And uh, they do. And they they, you get a fun callback to burning Godzilla from the end of Destroya. Um, 
and he's he's very much orangey and powered up and stuff and strong and 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 for a minute there and and the the extra fun thing is and i i alluded to this way back in the last episode when we were talking about yeah i keep going back to that uh, mechagodzilla 2 from the heisei era because there are a lot of things that happen um and and that mirror things from that movie certainly the cast is similar but also what i really really love is in the end of that movie of the uh, heisei one fire rodan um ends up sort of uh giving his life to revive godzilla and he sort of lays down and uh on him and dies and his spirit goes into that godzilla and um and powers him up and in this movie that same exact thing happens only that's what mothra does so she's dying she got her butt kicked and now she you know so like we said mothra always dies so it's like okay you know mothra's gonna die she's she's gotta die but she lays down on godzilla and powers him up and he goes super and it is so fun and they call her the queen of the monsters there's there's just a lot of fan service a lot of (laughs) a lot of fun well i mean there's a lot of weird like fan fiction about about the pairing but but yeah it's cool and the they they basically Visuals Godzilla movie. Godzilla goes Super Saiyan I guess would be the yes that's driver. totally what it is yeah and he has like this atomic pulse which is like this area the shock wave mm-hmm. but the really cool thing about it it's which a is mix, from Heisei his, as well yeah it's a mix of his roar but you also hear Mothra's shriek as well it's like a harmonious thing between them both and he's just he's melting everything in the vicinity of him yeah. he's just reading oh so, so this was the burning Godzilla yeah. moment burning yeah. Godzilla yeah. And um, I mean, at that point, Eudora's fucked, <laughs> and, yeah. and right. uh, you know, but it is, uh, it's cool. I mean, the way they they got, like you said, that callback with Rodan, and then they fix it with Mothra. It's like, holy, yeah, that really works in the context of this whole thing. And and yeah, again, kudos to the sound design, Barry Barry McCree oh, yeah. for the music in that scene, and yep. and and for 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 whoever I, I don't know if it was whoever did the sounds for the kaiju too, because uh, Mothra and Rodan. Their sounds are very similar to their classic uh, Showa and Heisei iterations, but King Ghidorah, actually, his roar is quite different. It is not the... Uh, from the show. Yeah, that weird, yeah. You know, yeah. I would have loved to hear that, but I understand it's a little kind of goofy. Um, but never at any point did I question this new roar. I, oh, this sounds badass. Mm-hmm. This sounds intimidating as shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah kudos to that again the fights are beyond epic um it's just yeah uh giant kaiju smack the shit out of each other is what you want this movie will give it to you in spades and you absolutely and you you cannot leave uh disappointed with that not for that reason and and i agree that like in the theater i was uh i was it's it's a euphoric experience absolutely euphoric. Mm -hmm. yeah it was popcorn munching fun factors we watches high yeah, like I would have said it was an A plus movie, A plus Godzilla movie. Again, remember I say I said in the last episode, I always grade Godzilla movies on two scales. It's like my personal enjoyment, the fun level, and then there's like, well, the actual like quality of the movie. And they don't always have to match up because I can I, like you love Megalon, like okay, that's valid. But so for you, Megalon's a, an A plus fun movie but you're not gonna <laughs> yeah. say it's it's a truly good movie or a great movie or completely biased too yeah i'd be first yeah. to admit it completely biased, and yeah. and i think that that's how you have to do have to look at godzilla films you know but um 
yeah, I mean, so I think that uh, in rewatches, it just sort of was, it's, it's, its flaws were more laid bare, I think, watching it uh, at home. But I did see it twice in the theater and loved it both times in the theater. But anyway, so let's move on to there's only one other full movie that's come out now for this series. That is Godzilla vs. Kong 2021. This was directed by Adam Wingard. Um, so it stars Alexander Skarsgård in a very like like misused role for him. Uh, not not a super meaty role. Millie Bobby Brown comes back. Uh, we get Brian Terry Henry, who's actually going to come back apparently for the next one. Rebecca Hall, who I, I'm actually a big fan of Rebecca Hall. I think she was really great. And uh, Kaylee Hoddle as Gia. Kaylee Hoddle is this little uh, actress. She, this is her first movie. I think she is absolutely awesome. I, she was the absolute heart of this movie. 100%. She's adorable. She was a real, uh, she's really deaf. They really wanted to find uh, a kid who could sign. And um, so she's deaf in the movie. She signs to Kong. We start on Skull Island. So this, more than anything, feels to me like a sequel to Skull Island. More than a sequel to any of the Godzilla movies. Because Godzilla's Mm -hmm. presence in this movie is minimized. And it's much less than Kong. Um, This feels like Kong is the hero monster. But they play him like the underdog. It's like, because they know. It's like, us, the audience, we're like, okay obviously Godzilla is going to kick his ass. Like that's obvious. So you're like, okay, well the movie kind of shows us that like, you know, Kong, you know, rallies and he, he's a tough bastard, but he doesn't have any beams or anything like, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's, it's a, not a fair fight. Cause Godzilla has all the freaking he will, the, just the beam, just the breath, the atomic breath is like, you know, what are you going to do against that? Yeah, um, but they Reaches still managed everywhere. to figure out some really neat fights, and um, uh, you know the first one is on the back of a bunch of ocean liners. It's really freaking fun, and we've never seen anything like that. Um, so I would say, like again, just like with King of the Monsters, the human stuff in this is is weird and silly and too convoluted, and I would have done it very freaking differently. Um, uh, but you know, it, 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 it is what it is. The yeah. actual kaiju stuff is incredibly fun. And as yeah. someone who's like such a fan of Skull Island, going back to Skull Island was amazing. Seeing Kong again was amazing because now, like I said in the last episode, like I'm not a fan of the original King Kong versus Godzilla. I never liked that movie. Even as a kid, I thought it was stupid. So, like, I hated King Kong in that movie. Um, I like the 1933 movie a lot. I, I really enjoy old movies, and I, I'm not going to take it away from Willis O'Brien and his amazing effects, and, like, what a fun freaking movie that is. Um, but I'm not, like, a raging King Kong fan. I love Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, I freaking love. I think it is one of the best kaiju movies of all time. Easy. Um, and I loved seeing this feel and feeling like it was the sequel. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's just cheesy fun at the end of the day. It's just like the last one. It's just a lot of cheesy fun. Uh, the big secret, which wasn't really that much of a secret by the time the movie came out, I wish they kept it fully a secret, um, was that, uh, the, you know, they team up against another classic 
Showa era monster that we all know and love. And it's of course, Mecha Godzilla. Unfortunately, the design is not the best. Um, I think everybody no. would probably yeah. agree. It's the, it's the, it's the weakest of all the Mecha Godzillas. However, um, I think that that blinds people into to like not realizing like what an incredible fight it is. Like, oh, okay, okay, totally. Sure, he looks bad. I don't like his face. I like his body. Okay, I really, yeah. I don't like his face and his hands. I, it's, that's yeah, really the eyes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But like Whatever. his body's okay. I don't. I like his his plates. How they kind of activate and then they like you know find their place and they sort of you know extend a little bit and really cool but um yeah i mean the the fight with mechagodzilla is frigging amazing and we get to you know see kong and zilla like duke it out like they are they have a great rematch and uh it's like in tokyo and everything is like lit by neon lights there are neon lights everywhere and people are like oh this is so stupid this isn't what tokyo looks like people are gonna think this is what tokyo looks like it's just well, stupid I, I, isn't it hong kong I th yeah i think it's hong kong oh actually, it's hong kong right. yeah, and yeah, I, yeah i'm like i'm like yeah i don't care this but is in the context really of the movie fun. it looks really fucking cool, it, yeah. yeah it's, it's just, an awesome it's just background. fun like you're, you're know, like like wait wait like it's like giant monsters like a giant gorilla and a giant lizard and they're fighting each other and you're concerned that the, the accuracy isn't there on the and, and because there's too many like neon signs right right we're splitting like, hairs on. now at Give this me point. A break. <laughs> but uh, awesome fight amazing fight with with mechagodzilla they kind of end in you know on a truce it's really fun and uh before all that we get to go to hollow earth there's this whole thing where we get this oh, whole other earth world stuff, man and, and that pull. is so fun. There's so many more creatures uh, down there that are like in smaller capacities. Um, and you get the sense of, okay, Kong is, uh, you know, of a race of giant mutated apes that were from hollow earth. And uh, there's something they say at the beginning of this movie. I really like, I, uh, I think, I think it was at the beginning of this movie. I don't think it's from the show. It might be from the show. Somebody said like refers to skull Island as hollow earth come to the surface. Like that's why Skull Island is so weird and crazy and has all these monsters. It's because it's like all the stuff from Hollow Earth is bleeding out. Yep, in Hollow the Earth, Earth or like something. Yeah, 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 like, over, yeah they're, they're they're able to escape somehow. That's why we get the the Skull Crawlers. You also get a a, a really really unsatisfying, but hey, it's their appearance of the Skull Crawler in this. It basically just shows oh, up. Yeah. Uh, for Mecha Godzilla to flex and destroy in one second. It's basically what happens with fight in final wars when Godzilla kills yeah. Zilla. Uh, same sort of idea. Right. But hey, I love the skull crawlers. Oh my god, I love them so freaking much. So I I like seeing them again. Um, and so I mean that's 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 pretty much all I can say with that. And uh, it it ends in a really really great way where you know it's like okay Kong goes back down and he's like all right pretty much Godzilla can have the surface. Uh, you know, whatever. I'll just go down there, and Godzilla doesn't want to go down there, so it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. We'll just agree to disagree, and you know, fist bump and uh, call it a day. And uh, and you know, we get to see Kong basically down in his uh, his kingdom, and I I think it's it's a really fun way to end end the movie. Uh, it you know, it doesn't piss off any fans, I don't think, because I think they really did a good job of giving you know that's the sense that yes godzilla is definitely the one who should win you know they, they had to really 
beef up Kong and he had to get a weapon. He got this ax and, you know, he had to, you know, he had to rally and he still died. He still, he still got killed, but you know, he's, it's fun to root for an underdog in this movie. Kong is Rocky that, you know, I mean, yeah, yes, he is. yeah. Or, yeah, or I mean, Angerous, like Angerous will get his ass whipped, but he'll always come back. He always so that, comes back. Like, but, it's like, yeah. it's like Kong's thing. So, um, I, I mean, just like a little footnote, um, you know, the one thing with all of these kaiju movies is usually for most, for better, or for worse, the human stuff, the human characters are disposable. Now mm-hmm. I will say in this movie, uh, the deaf, the deaf girl, I forget her name. She's the absolute standout. She's the hardest. She is movie. absolutely great. Uh, she is. Uh, she is the best actor they've had in all yep. of these monster movies. I agree. She I say. I, so I say. Well she. She outacts Brian Cranston. You know. It, yeah. It's. Um, so it, I think it would be wise to bring her back. So she's um, coming back. She's, she's coming back. So, she's in so this new Rebecca one. Hall, okay. who is like her protector lady. Yeah, the girl. Yep. yep. And and uh, the little girl who plays Gia, and also Brian Tyree Henry. Are coming back. No more Millie Bobby Brown. No, okay. no Alexander Skarsgård. But um, so they are coming back. So the next one is coming out uh, in in April of 2024, and that's going to be called Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. The and Empire. this one uh, is going to be directed by uh, the same director who who did uh, Godzilla versus Kong. That's Adam Wingard. And uh, we really don't know too much about it, other than there is going to be what looks like um, a new a new Kong type creature who looks like he's more of an orangutan than a gorilla. Yeah. And uh, they're calling him the scar King. And uh, he is very mysterious. Uh, they really have not revealed much at all um, about this character. So there's been a teaser that barely showed anything, just kind of a bunch of bones leading up to a throne. And there's the, uh, this mysterious orangutan looking Kong on the throne. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I I hope it's fun. I hope it's good. Um, we'll see what happens. That's that comes out next year. But right now, uh, the last thing I, that I can talk about in the MonsterVerse is the show Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which is currently releasing now as we speak on a, every Friday. There are at the time of this recording, uh, three episodes have come out and that is on Apple TV um it's a reason to get an apple TV it is the only reason yes. to get apple yes. tv uh what can i say um the, the reviews for this have been spectacular they've been the best reviews that any monsterverse like thing have gotten uh by far i think that it's a really fun time to be a godzilla fan right now because we we have this going on it's very sure very loved and we also have uh you know the movie that just came out we're gonna get to at when i shut up um, which is, of course, uh, Godzilla minus one, and that is also being just critically devoured yeah. and loved Applauded. and praised, and and uh, you know held from the top of the mountain, like you know, little baby. Look Simba at this film is the, is the precious thing, uh, and it's re- it, you know we all actually got to see it last night, which is really fun. Uh, so we can talk a little bit about that in a bit, but. As far as Monarch Legacy of Monsters goes, uh, first three episodes, I I am in love with this show um, so much. And I will say that this is the first time that I care about the humans in the MonsterVerse. Um, I think it's I think it's doing a great job making characters that I, I actually really like a lot. And I'm invested in their stories. And it's the same sort of thing. I'm not saying it's, it's as good as Minus One. It's not. It's just different. But it is 
like that same sort of thing. Like I'm not just waiting for the monster to show up and I'm bored all the whole time or anything. No, no, no. Like I love it. And of course we have uh, Kurt Russell and his son, Wyatt Russell uh, playing the same character 50 years apart. What it's, an inspired choice. What a, what a really, great really, idea. Uh, yeah, and, oh, and idea. you can yeah. you can so much see that Wyatt is his father in, in oh, so many ways, and so it's cool. uncanny. It's uncanny. So it is. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Without going into too many spoilers, uh, three episodes. If you are a fan of 2014 Godzilla, 2014 mm-hmm. Godzilla comes back. Um, it that does. Look, they they you know, link it uh, in a. The it's first, such a first episode, third episode way. Um, God, and you, you, you're um, getting right. new kaiju too. You're getting new titans, I yep. should say. Um, and yep. uh, I mean, I don't know how many episodes. I think it's ten. Is, is what it's ten? I think is yeah. what they said, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, ten episode order should be ample enough time to let these characters flesh out, to give you, uh, you know, as much kaiju or titan uh, action as possible. Yep. Um, and yeah, the lore seems to be very intriguing, and actually, in, in a bit of a twist mm-hmm. now. You know, all up to this point, Monarch has been a viewed, us as the viewers, as a good force. But in this show, it kind of makes them look more shadowy, more mm-hmm. evil, as it were, right? So Especially it's kind of depending a, on the time period, because we got on to the time period, yeah. earlier. Yeah. And like in Skull Island, you know, Monarch was talked about, and uh, it's really cool. The whole show starts out with uh, an appearance from, uh, from Bill Randa, played by John, John Goodman. Goodman who is starts out as the main character of Skull Island and he gets killed in that movie but this is uh this is a scene that happened before his death you know within that movie and what's really great is they they give us this you know in the first fucking 2 minutes of the movie of the show the first episode of the show you know they give us not Godzilla they give us two previously glimpsed monsters from from earlier movies and uh, you got the mother long legs, which is a giant spider that was so tall it was like above the tree canopy, and it kind of cannibal holocaust that one dude, and uh, mm. like put its leg through his through his mouth, and mm-hmm. it was just the most epic gory thing, and it's so surprising, and like that is <sighs> easily one of my favorite moments of Skull oh, Island. Yeah, so goddamn badass. Haunting. So we get to actually, but you never really get to see the spider do anything. It was it was kind of just walking. When this we get to actually see it. And it fights a it fights a crab that's known as a, a mantle claw, and the mantle claw is uh, is the crabs. There's a, there's a bunch of crabs in Godzilla versus Kong when he goes into Hollow Earth, and uh, it's a really quick scene. It's just a matter of they this is, he's kind of traversing the landscape, and they kind of all kind of just scurry out of the way, and uh, they kind of look like they're part of the ground, and then they all stand up and they're like, oh no, we're all crabs. Okay, we're gonna fuck off. <laughs> and they, they just sort of run off screen, but they're really, really cool looking. And uh, so this is a, a mantle claw and a uh, mother long legs. And I do think it's uh, they haven't actually said this, but what I noticed is that there's there's two types of naming conventions. We get the true Titans. I think there are Titans and I think there are just lesser creatures that are, you know, they don't really have a name for them yet. But like the skull crawlers or skull crawlers, they're not like it's not really a Titan, right? Yeah, and this this. Mother Longlegs doesn't have a Titan designation. They're like just kind of naming them words. They combine words, but the Titans have like name names, you know, or things from myth, like you know, Behemoth, and uh, 
you know, Scylla was one of the ones we saw for one second. You know, that's taken from Greek myth. That was Behemoth uh, is the woolly mammoth one, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would love, to love, see it, love yeah. to see him come back in this show. I think this is the place for it. Really. Where it would be. Yeah. But sure. uh, so my, well, my hopes, my biggest hopes and dreams are that we get to see either uh, Behemoth or Mothra. I would love to see an earlier Mothra, like the one that laid the egg for uh, King of the Monsters. I would love, love, love if they gave her uh, a little time to shine because she was so, you know, barely in that movie. But anyway, it's, you know, three episodes in, it's it's amazingly great. I, I love it to death. It really is. It's a hell of a time to be a Godzilla fan. So isn't isn't it really crazy to think? Because, it, you know, thanks to uh, what 2014 established, mm-hmm. we're in a point in the pop culture lexicon now where Godzilla is right up there in terms of general mass fandom, like, say, an MCU or Avengers. Like, it's on right. that scale, you right. know. Uh Prior to the MonsterVerse happening, when the hell would we have ever thought that we'd be seeing cons- subsequent Hollywood oh, I films, know. I know. much it's less crazy. a streaming series, um, which it seems up to this point is holding the, the legacy and reverence. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is shit that, you know, us as longtime, lifelong fans, we've always had this fight against us. We're always scratching and clawing Correct. to get access to Godzilla shit. And, you know, if the MonsterVerse had never happened, if it had not been as successful as it is today, we probably wouldn't have received minus one here in the States as fast as we I, did. I agree. I you agree. know, we yeah. would have had we would have had to wait three years or more. Right. Or, you know, yeah, the U.S. is humming right now. Forgot yeah. to so, stuff. Yeah. So, so it, good to do that. It, it is a with... respect. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's 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 a it's such a weird thing because we never thought we'd get to this point. It is, here we it are. is crazy. We're, it is crazy. It. And, and I think respect is the right is the right word for the show because you know it's it's not it does not in any way feel like a cash grab it feels like the the creators of the show are like we're gonna do it better we're gonna make this into something special there's no cash grabness at all the problems no. are always the freaking people and so they're like okay let's make sure that we craft this story and we look back to the movies we it connects to skull island first then it connects more than once to the 2014 film as you said although like it's so freaking well done so absolutely worth it great connected universe one of one of my favorite connected universes at this point even though really some of the movies are middle of the road as far as quality movies but they're all like a plus for fun so i love the monsterverse i think it's amazing um but that so i guess i'll end there and um and uh, we can go on to the the, the very very brief uh, final period. I know eight bit you wanted to talk about, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, just yeah, doing the the Eras tour. You know, we got to talk about uh, what's current coming out of Japan. Uh, but yeah, the MonsterVerse is amazing, and uh, it is just so cool to see. Uh, you know, an interpretation of Godzilla being done so well that the original creators, you know at toho or like keep going just keep doing what you're doing you know like there's no so far no end i literally sight. thought they were they were stopping at king of the monsters yeah it, you it wouldn't be surprised like if that was what stops. happened totally. it was like okay we'll give you all the big names all yep. the, the big three that you're anticipating yep and that's gonna be that and, and you know on, on another on another quick note it, it has to be said Godzilla vs. Kong came out right smack in the middle of COVID lockdowns, right? And quarantines. Yeah. 
and that movie made bank right so this was at a time when the movie theater industry was shitting its pants because mm. they didn't have a big hit and nope. um they were banking on wonder woman 84 to do it but that did not do it that movie <laughs> tank um you know and this was it this was i think godzilla was kong was the movie that pretty much might have saved the uh, theater industry during COVID lockdown because, you know, attendance were so low. But That's what was really happening is about. My people God. were actually renting out rooms, theaters, just to invite all their friends to watch this one movie. Mm. You know, so uh, that movie, I, I think in the lexicon of, of, of financials and, and, and legacy, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, this movie saved theaters during COVID. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, so... It's just something I felt like it, it needs to be noted that, uh, you Fair know, it, yeah. it, it is uh, monumental in that regard. And who would have fucking thought a Godzilla movie of all things would save, yeah. you know, yeah. would save the theaters? Because, <laughs> yep. you know, mean, they were banking so the, on Wonder so Woman 84. They were banking on Tenet with Christopher Nolan. But that, you know, as, as much reverence as he gets, that movie did not save the theaters. Uh, it, it, it didn't uh, sell seats. Didn't sell tickets. Godzilla yeah, Dune hit. also came out during that time. I don't yeah. know, you know. Fant but, another yeah. fantastic movie, but it did not save the box office. Yeah, and, it, did, it didn't move butts hit. like Godzilla and Kong can. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty, pretty so, amazing shit. Hopefully, New Empire um, is uh, is. I'm not expecting it to be as well crafted as Legacy of Monsters at all. I, uh, you know, uh, we're coming from the the you know, the last movie, same director. But I am, I'm hoping it'll be. You know, I'm still. I always hope for a decent story. I always. You, you know what? You know what I'm yeah. hoping for? Just one thing. Hollow Earth, right? Yep. The Seatopians are there. <laughs> yeah. I want. I want Megalon. Megalon, baby, <laughs> bring him into the MonsterVerse. Let's go. I I do Let's think a do really good goal to hope for is one more classic godzilla monster would show up yeah. in that movie that would be fun i don't think that's what we're gonna get based on the scuttlebutt i do think there is a there is a hidden monster um but i but it sounds like it's gonna be another new one um but man that that would be fun as hell or that that's also a good goal for legacy of monsters it's like what if they ended it with megalon or gigan or something like that like wouldn't that I shit so my pants yeah, yeah. <laughs> poopma Call me Poopma. My last Poop name's Pants. Jeans. <laughs> Poop <laughs> jeans. All right, take Not us home, a bit. Right, jeans. All right, yeah. So uh, this uh, last here um, era is known as the Rewa era. And uh, it is, you know, a little bit spotty what you want to classify as an era these days with how many different formats we have for watching things and whatnot. Yes, but everything that's come goosiest. out... It's the goosiest, loosiest. Um, so, I mean, you know, starting things off, you can't dispute uh, Shin Godzilla 2016. Um, that movie was definitely made in a way that was, you know, reinventing the wheel, going at this from a completely different angle, being the first in a, a trio of tokusatsu reboots, followed up by Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider, helmed by uh, Hideaki Anno, who's known for Evangelion, and also Shinji Higuchi. This movie is a really different Godzilla movie. Um, this movie is about having a focus on how can we make a movie that seems like 
a news report more than it feels like a Godzilla monster movie spectacle. There is that stuff in that. But yeah, it's not about following a a storyline of of one character's journey or whatever. It's about how did Japan's government react to this happening, to this ongoing thing, and all the bureaucratic red tape and everything that they have to deal with to try and get any sort of solution out of it. So it's a very hectic movie. It's very, very busy. It's frantic. It's panicked. It's a movie that does feel like a disaster report. And, you know, it's definitely, it. it's it's a cool film. It's not a movie that I, I've only seen it once. It's not a movie that I found myself actively, like, loving along the way. It's kind of a stressful movie. Um, and it's obviously made to be that way. Um, and that's, you know, what they're, they're kind of going for. And they're giving you this, this Godzilla bigger than you've ever seen him before. Gnarly as hell, all kinds of jacked up. These, these real, just so mutated looking, these little useless arms and this, you know, horrific face and everything like that really going for as horrific of a Godzilla as we've seen you know, body, yeah, body this is like Godzilla. the horror. Yeah, this is yeah, body it, horror Godzilla. Yeah, it's absolutely. body horror Godzilla. Yeah, and I, I mean, you get some shots of different things in there, and and you know these humanoid things that are just kind of like melded into its tail, and all, all sorts of questions that get opened up by this movie that they're not interested in answering. And I like, yeah. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that this movie is just sort of a singular thing. It's not a new direction for Godzilla. It's just someone's it's a, vision. It's another great what if. Yes, I think it's a great what if. And even if it's not everyone's cup of tea or even my own cup of tea, I do appreciate the movie a lot. And I definitely can respect people saying, hey, okay, you know, we know Godzilla. Let's make this movie totally different from what you would you would kind of be expecting. Um so Shin Godzilla, and they, uh, they changed up his color. Yes, his, uh, his light color is no longer blue; it's it's purple. That's right. They made him. They made him purple. We got to see Godzilla do a a pin cushion move, which I I feel like is just the craziest yeah, shit. He just purple. Bl- blows all these fucking lasers out of his body, and and you know you you get the sense that Godzilla is not a a, a fully realized creature. You know, you get the idea that its power is maybe so greater than what changing. its body even can do. Hmm. And it's starting to, you know, even destroy its own self at points. It has this unhinged jaw. It does a lot of really, really cool first time. Yeah, it's almost like know, the moments. thing, you know, the way yeah. it yeah. this could do anything. Like any, it's just yeah. creepy. It's just this thing. Evolution. I don't think it's even aware of what it's doing. It's it just right. is like it's, it's just, just going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, yeah. Its, it's eyes look like nobody's home. Like it's fish, just, like yeah. fish eyes. Yeah, like it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's very, especially uh, in like the early forms early of it. You know, where it's just kind of writhing around, like it just yeah. sort of exists in agony. It's, and... it's you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, it's a crazy. This is definitely movie. a movie that I think it it was like. Let's be serious, and I think mm-hmm. they they strove for the seriousness and. uh the, the high artfulness of the original Gojira. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I mean, plenty of people think that they, they got there. I don't, I also don't love this movie at all. Uh, but I do think it's very interesting and, um, you know, it's a good special effects, very yeah. novel approach, very, you know, yep. it's fun which, seeing something totally, totally different, which was a mix of, uh, I, I know Shin Godzilla is predominantly CG, but I know for like one or two shots, 
they actually did have a suit made. Oh, um, and someone did walk around. Yeah, so... Um, He's got the biggest thighs of all the thighs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> know, um, uh, Joe, yeah. Um, mm. So th this this movie, I've seen it maybe three times. Um, I enjoy it for how unique it is and how it tries to tackle things from a different uh, perspective. Now, again, there is a disconnect. Now, we're not Japanese. So I, I think from a Japanese citizen's perspective, obviously they would have a better idea of how the, the politics and everything go, bureaucracy. They would be more in tune with like those closed door meetings how they go because mm -hmm. this I, I would say and i could be wrong uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure this has the most dialogue out of any godzilla movie uh, ever. It is this is so much this is, certainly uh, the most characters that's for from sure. from a uh even though you don't you don't get to yeah, know any of them but there's like a yeah, billion yeah. Just bureaucratic. And they introduce their names like every time you know they're it's, on screen. It's to the point where there are subtitles all around the screen. Like you mm -hmm. can't even you can't even catch up with them. It, it's, it's meant and, to be busy. It's yeah. meant to have more information than you can take in because that's how they Everyone, feel. Yeah. Everyone's so so that's what I mean. So like from if somebody who's a native Japanese speaker, I wonder how they perceive the movie because if they can soak it all in it must be a different experience than us and we're, we're just trying to read what we can from off the screen so mm -hmm. we're losing things in translation and also the cultural differences too you know we're not going to know we can criticize our own bureaucracy and our own government but you know the way japan does it is a whole different way than what, what we're accustomed mm -hmm. to here yeah so yeah. all that red tape stuff would probably be boring to us because it's just so much talking but to them it's that's what they know so maybe it may be a different thing where like it's it's a disconnect from cultures maybe um but but nonetheless i found it fascinating um and yeah i mean this godzilla like i said body horror it, it's yeah. creepy it's disturbing um and and, and like ape had said um it doesn't ever answer anything it's like why is godzilla constantly evolving and mutating fuck off i know it's just the way right. it is right. um and, that, and that's just yeah we're going to leave it to you, the viewer, mm -hmm. to try to interpret your own meaning of what that is and what happens at the end. Is it the end or is it just the beginning of something else? Always no idea. You yeah, know, I think um, this movie yeah. left me with the most sense of wonder of, of a lot of Godzilla movies. Just like the way that the movie ends, the final shot, the close-up on the tail and all these strange creatures seeming to claw for life out of it. You know, it's like, is Godzilla just some kind of walking tar pit that's just like, like yeah, are those human skeletons that are just getting like radiated onto it? Or is it splitting? Is it like creating smaller organisms? You know, there's just like a lot of yeah. a lot is, of questions. Is there that parthenogenesis think... going on here? Your, your, your fan <laughs> theories go wild, right? Because I mean, that, the way I took it is like yes the next evolution would be these humanoid things because they do yeah. have scales on them too like mm -hmm. godzilla yeah, the, yeah down so the back. This, and they don't this, they don't have eyes if you see they don't have, yeah yeah you can't tell yep. from that, yeah, just, that final shot but if you look up online they, there's plenty of pictures they made models for it pictures. yeah like, yeah they yeah. made models right and it just has a sort of cyclops cavity uh mm -hmm. where an eye should be in the center but it's there's no creepy. eye there it's very, yeah. very creepy. They look like they're blind. And the funny thing is, like, you don't get the scale um, of how big those things are supposed to be. So if they, they had done a sequel, they were going to make those part of the movie. Um, I think those are, like, 20 feet tall, 40 feet tall. Or, Who you knows, know, right? It's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, this Godzilla is so damn big right. that something right. that size on its tail... Those were not the size, size of to us. Those were, like, right. giants, yeah. basically. Yeah. It kind of wow, reminds yeah. me of the movie Cloverfield, how that that creature was spawning these eggs that would then 
hatch and then infect people and kill them, right? So oh, I don't they know don't, that, oh, the lice. It was like oh, lice yeah, yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. know if, if if that's like the same thing going on or who knows. Right? Again, your mind. That's kind of the beautiful yeah. thing about it is you, you can have yeah. an interpretation. I can have an interpretation, and we're probably never going to know. You're <laughs> so that's yep. kind of yeah, the, the this is the it. perfect movie for that. It's certainly more than any other Godzilla movie for sure. Yep. Uh, that open endedness, very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely really appreciate it on that regard. Um, and so then from from Shin Godzilla, you know, it was kind of just like a, a little bit of a, you know, we we had the the MonsterVerse stuff that was keeping us busy in the states, but as far as um, you know, Japanese centric stuff, uh, Netflix had what's what's like kind of known as the Godzilla Earth trilogy. They're not really called yeah. that on the actual streaming service. Uh, but there's a trilogy of movies known as uh, Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters in 2017, Godzilla, City on the Edge of Battle from 2018, and Godzilla, the Planet Eater, also from 2018. Um, they are a series of anime cel-shaded animated movies. Um, I did watch the first one, Planet of the Monsters, and just by and large, it was a very... You know, for me, I find that sometimes anime can become really dense. It can become a little bit hard to kind of get everything out of it. And also, it just becomes long in the tooth and, frankly, just kind of boring. I mean, that's just for me. Um, and and Godzilla's, in you know, his design in this one is it's all right. It's not really my thing, but mostly it's Godzilla's been, scale. Right? Yeah, he's like, scale he's like a giant big. tree or he's something. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 he's, like, he's like 500 feet tall, yeah. Yeah, because they go, they they are like they leave Earth and they're like people left Earth and they're trying to you know I don't know colonize elsewhere and then they end up having to go back to Earth because their whole point was if we leave Earth and we go into cryo and we you know warp through space or whatever uh, enough time will go by that Godzilla will have had to have died like we're talking I don't know what like ten thousand like years, Wally a million, if a million they left years because of Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they're like, cool. So now time's up. We're going to go back to Earth. Godzilla is definitely going to be gone. And so they, you know, they go back to Earth and Earth is just, you know, a completely feral landscape. And like the first thing they see is this fucking monstrously huge Godzilla just walking around. So it never went away and it just kept getting bigger and stronger. And it's like, it's a really harrowing plot. Like it's, it's yeah. a super like depressed. Yeah, I like the elevator and, like, pitch. Yeah, but, it's it's a yeah. it's a cool dark plot, and I didn't watch the second two movies or, or movie two and three. Um, Me neither. And you know that's just kind of I, I I might watch them at some point, but I didn't. Hear I so I've seen them. Things. What did you I, think I, about I saw them. They, they were okay. I mean, did I did better. Do you do you feel like it goes anywhere? Because yeah. right? That's all I need to hear. That's it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the first one by the end of it, I was just like, okay, well, I did get yeah. a little bit of Godzilla out of this, but it just like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't enjoyable along the way, and they didn't make you care about the characters. They just sort of were like, here are the characters, they're dealing with this crap. So it was just I don't know, it was a bit of a slog. So, yeah, it's in the in the uh, the second one they revealed there was more than one Godzilla. So the one that they tried to get away from, you know, like you said, was the the one that got bigger and stronger. But there was a when they got back to Earth, there was a smaller one. They okay. thought that they thought that that was the Godzilla that they're trying to get away from. But no, this oh, was geez. this was 
is a different of. Godzilla. So then now they're <laughs> fighting two of them. You have like the, the baby one that's still fucking huge. And then you have the original one. Right. The Godzilla. It's like freaking <laughs> fucking like 10 million Godzilla. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's just impossibly big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, that's that trilogy. It's on Netflix. It's still there. Um, it's easy to watch, but I just, I don't know the second two movies. And from Joe, Joe, your opinion, I imagine they're not really worth your time. I but, mean, it's, uh, been, it's been a while, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I would really. I would like to watch them again and give them an honest shot just to, you know, kind of really go through it with a new set of eyes. I mean, hey, if I yeah. can come out of this year appreciating Space Godzilla more than I ever thought I would, I, I don't know. Maybe there's room in, in my heart for these movies, but I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I definitely would, would still recommend you know, giving it a fair shot. Yeah, so I I didn't mean, like have, everything, right? I mean, right, like sure. with everything. I mean, with me not being like the, the biggest Godzilla fan, like I had nothing to lose, really. Sure. Yeah, so, God, I think Godzilla fans are not big on this series. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. My, my two cents is um, if you're a hardcore fan of anime, and especially anime that's modern, this may speak to you because it's definitely done in that style of what is modern anime. Very right. uh, methodical, very plotting, lots of talking. Yep. Lots and of it has a very specific visual style that I think uh, between 8-Bit, Steven, myself, and maybe Joe, I'm not sure. It's the a visual on. style is absolutely horrible. I, yeah, it, it, right it, I don't like the way it looks. I agree. It, it makes me car sick. It, it just it, it's just something nauseating about the lack of animation frames. It is, but this is a thing with anime now. A lot of it is very common with uh, the CG hybrid uh, uh, cell shaded anime that they do now. A lot yeah, of them are filmed at 15 frames per second. Why? Why is that? Yeah, Why is you know, it? um, yeah it's a weird choice. It's But again, it's a standard over there. So people who are hyper in it. So like, for example, to give another example of an anime that's on Netflix, it's called High Score Girl. It's about video games. It's about from the 90s where like this guy gets a crush on a girl who plays arcade games. And the whole hook is they play like Street Fighter, Final Fight, all these classic games. That's fine. But the animation style is that jerky 15 frame, mm. like... Everyone looks like they're, they're statues uh, moving around, twir- twirling yeah. around, and yeah, like and stop I, motion. Almost. It just, it, it yeah, just, right, right. But worse. no, but but stop motion has character to it, right? And yeah, this, that's the thing. There's this, no soul. This, there's no yeah, soul. It's just it's robotic. Just, yeah. It's a hollow. It, it's like mm-hmm. AI. That's basically yeah. what, you know. It, it so from that uh, that didn't hook me. So like already, it, 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 you're already forcing me to watch it. So again, I saw the first uh, movie of Godzilla Earth. As Steve mentioned, the elevator pitch sounds fantastic. Okay, you get you get Godzilla wrecks the Earth. People yeet out of there. They're like, all right, we don't want to fuck with that. They yep. and they're like, all right, after a hundred, couple hundred years, we'll come back and it'll be fine. Oh nope, he's even bigger than ever. Holy shit, what are we gonna do? Yeah, okay, I like. That. Sounds cool, right? It does. But yeah. the execution is just so. You're talking snail's pace worth of stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again, that jerky animation just kills yep. it. And, yeah. and and again, it's very talky. Uh, you know, Shin yeah, Godzilla is very. Show. Yeah, it's Shin all Godzilla that. is talky yeah. as well, but it's talky in a more realistic human respect. Whereas this, and again, maybe the other two sequels are are just as, as uh, um, uh, guilty of this. They're very talky in an anime way, which is yeah, uh, right. D- and they're that, talking through their feelings constantly. Yeah, like, even if it's, it's nobody. Yeah, yeah. And it's and yeah, yep. it's just so. 
I don't have any intentions of, of watching the other two, and I don't feel like that makes me lose any part of my Godzilla mm -hmm. fanboy card in any regard. No, uh, not at certainly all. not. Certainly no, right. for for sure, not at all. And uh, and you know, going going on uh, from there, uh, you know, so that was uh, again a Netflix animated series. So then, or a series of movies. Uh, so then, in twenty twenty one, you have Godzilla Singular Point which is a full-on anime series. It is a multi-episode show that um, was, you know, kind of like a, hey, you know, here's a new Godzilla thing, right? Like, so I, I naturally was like, I'm, I'm curious to check it out. And basically the comparison, it was, it's a 13-episode show. And the comparison for me was like, okay, I'm just coming from these three movies that didn't have a visual style that appealed to me. And that first movie just kind of turned me off. And so then I saw, you know, trailers for singular point and i'm like okay i i at least you know i can look at this animation and say like the character like the human characters are well drawn there's you know looks like there's pretty good production values here i i want to give this a shot this doesn't look like more of the exact same flavor from what we just had um and so with singular point you know i think what what really happens is that it starts out interesting there's there's like a, a mysterious you know kind of song and it becomes tied to like these radio waves that are <clears throat> i don't know echoes of <clears throat> monster cries or, or something there, there's there's some kind of intrigue there and it starts out with just a kernel of an idea and i do think that anime happen this happens often where i i like the first like three or four episodes of an anime and then it loses me um and i think singular point definitely lost me uh, because definitely the show gets gets really convoluted really fast and oh, yeah. um, the plot becomes really a, a bit of a mess to follow and it's like i'm i'm genuinely trying to follow it i'm trying to care i'm not stupid but i just feel like this show doesn't it, it it talks circles around the viewer with like scientific babble that's just like nonsense and yeah. they do it at at so many points to kind of like expose like all the pseudoscience stuff and it's like there isn't really a need for that like on a writer's perspective maybe you thought of all these terms and you came up with this whole whole you know spiel and you want to have that in there but it doesn't do anything for the viewer other than create a lot of different terminology that just becomes confusing it just mucks up the you know the the plot of everything going on and so the other thing is that the designs of the kaiju except for Angiris. Angiris yeah, the, the show looks remarkably cool um i mean my god i would love to see Angiris look like this and something else but all the gods godzilla has different forms um and i'd they all look very weird. His eyes are extremely close together. They did Dirty by Jet Jaguar. He, they made him into like this school project slash like, you know, just kind of, he, he's like this big, bulky, like wide chested, almost tank thing with these very skinny, gangly arms. And it's like, man, I don't know what the heck they were doing. There was just some really weird design choices with, with this this iteration and it's too bad because on on you know surface level i thought it was going to be something really cool um and it would be the first time that i think a true japanese anime series of godzilla was done so i was really hopeful for it uh but hey it it wasn't really my thing uh and you know whatever but moving uh, moving on from there unless anyone wants to say anything else about singular point nope 
just just i mean the, the, just the one thing would be you know you're talking about a bunch of science right there's there's a way to do it right you yep. know like for example watch interstellar right uh there, there's a whole bunch of science talk in that movie but they do it in such a way that you can understand the core mechanics of what they're trying to talk about yep. you know here yep. it's just it's just there's a disconnect where you're getting all this astrophysics and gravity hole black hole time paradox things and it's coming from this weird cutesy anime character it's just it's just there's a disconnect between all that so it just didn't work mm -hmm. um yep. yeah again if you're yeah. a modern anime fan you're probably gonna love it but uh, maybe, maybe we're just it. maybe we're just old hags and we just can't uh identify <laughs> or grasp that type of like s template that they do for anime now yeah um, yeah it's just outside of angerous uh everything else was just a complete uh letdown so yeah. sure yeah i mean anime anime and, and any kind of pseudoscience like that impresses me the most when it's coherent and it's not like i feel like for some reason it's a flex to make it as like in incoherent as possible just to just be like oh yeah look at all this shit like even reading some manga and stuff like that like it's just kind of a trope um of just really going off the deep end with some science stuff like that. And I'm like, no, man, I am impressed if I leave this understanding exactly what you're talking about because you explained it well. But uh, yeah, you know, either way. Um, so moving on, moving on from there, um, we have from uh, 2023, we have the movie that we've alluded to a few times this episode. We have Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus one currently sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's for a, an extremely good reason. It's because Godzilla Minus One is not only an incredible, if not one of the best Godzilla movies or the best Godzilla movie ever made, but it's one of the best written movies I've personally ever seen. This movie has so much going for it. And obviously this is an incredibly new movie. Most people probably haven't gotten to see it yet. So we're not looking to do a spoiler cast here, but broad strokes i was blown away by this movie and i am just honestly in awe my hat is off i can't applaud toho more for for coming out with this movie and holy shit uh minus one is an absolutely incredible movie what do you guys think about about it incredible i mean it was just absolutely incredible i uh i'll just say thoughts from the trailers really i mean like you know this is the CG best, you know, possible version of the Heisei Godzilla, like mm -hmm. all the way. Yeah. I mean, they just really just took the Heisei Zilla, which is my Good. favorite Godzilla, and they made him this amazing CG version. I, I think he is, is just incredibly awesome looking. And, uh, you know, without getting into any of the plot, I'll just say that the kaiju scenes in this are all absolutely amazing the best oh maybe. yeah and uh certainly uh the most like his his the most destructive his atomic breath has ever been because oh, yeah. they just call it the heat yeah. beam in this yeah. um they I, I mean it was so bad it was so destructive that i as the the viewer was like nervous and was like oh no he's gonna do it mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. I was literally like in every other Godzilla movie, you're just che cheering and you're waiting for him to do can't it. Wait for the beam. You can't yep. wait it and wait for it to happen again. And in this one, I'm like, oh my God, no. Right. Yeah. Don't because do you that. do care about the humans so much. Mm -hmm. And um, and it is just so destructive um on such a different level. Um, I also really appreciated all the kind of science angle that they that they 
used with this and they try to think yes. through things a little bit more um like with the with the atomic breath you know there's like a shock wave in this one scene and it causes its own type of destruction it's very it's very yeah cool. yeah the Different. physics of godzilla and what what he does really feels thought about yeah. in this movie yeah. i don't but, know if yeah. it was supposed to be radioactive or not like it didn't seem like anybody was worried about that but they were pretty close to him i don't know they used the well, there was I, there was some geiger counter uh, yeah. like like detection and devices there's also something too but again we don't want to talk about spoilers so i will i will leave that um but yes there are theories about the effects of radiation and, and whatnot so yeah fantastic movie you know yeah. again without going into any details um again another testament to how japan when they put their late boot laces on with a small budget compared to what an American movie would be, you know, this this movie oh my was God. probably was this made like with seven million dollars. It was one, so... you know, one one tenth or one twentieth like of a budget nothing. of a Hollywood movie. I can't That's believe so it looks as good as really? it does. The, the, wow! The, the the way Godzilla looks in this movie, uh, Godzilla is it's terrifying. really a small budget. Yeah, he is I terrifying. Fifteen million, and 15. and from the trailers, you see Godzilla has very human eyes, and that is a very disturbing aspect of his yeah of him here and he is an evil bastard <laughs> um this is probably the only movie outside of the original where you're not rooting for him you know well, um gmk you know, or gmk you know, yeah yeah gmk there's, yeah. A, there's a few but uh, 1984 but is, too but like but yeah, he is no, um this is this is, is like force of nature uh yes. mother earth has come to fuck us up for, you yeah, know, yeah, for, it's for like yeah. you really don't know. He's just inexplicably yeah, and, there. Um, the, the, the sound, the sound like design is, is fantastic. Uh, oh, is, so please, good. if you do see this, go see it in either I, I would say Dolby Cinema or IMAX. Um, the the sound of Godzilla's roar is incredible, and there's also a huge nod to the 1954 in terms of sound design, which I don't want to mention because it's kind of not really a spoiler, but it's really cool. And you'll hear it. You should know if you're a fan. Sure. Um, and again, the atomic breath or the heat ray in this one, heat beam, I think is what they say, heat beam. Uh, yeah, visually, there are a lot of iconic shots, um, which I think are going to be talked about for many years to come. Mm, definitely. And the human, the human uh, factor here again, like Steve and, and Apid have said, it's uh, you're talking about post-war Japan, and they're already in the shits, and then this happens. And so you're talking about PTSD, which you don't really get with a lot of Godzilla movies. You don't focus on PTSD from the war, and mm -hmm. or the things, the horrors of war. This focuses on that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's depressing, it's sad, it's scary, um, but also there's hope. There's mm -hmm. hope in, in a nation, how a nation can unite and come together um, in the face of adversity. So it is, uh, even if you're not a Godzilla fan, I think the, the appeal here is universal enough, especially with the human stuff, that you will like this, even if you've never seen a Godzilla movie in your life. Hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I sincerely hope that Godzilla agree, Minus yeah. One does for Godzilla movies what, like, Iron Man did for comic book movies. Like, yeah, sure. I want... Like people now, you can go into a Seven Eleven and talk to the cashier about the latest Marvel movie. Everyone watches Marvel movies, at least you know, for for a time they were the biggest thing that everybody was seeing. Even people who had never thought about comic book movies. I sincerely hope that Godzilla minus one is able to somehow flip that and 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 do the same thing and have people see this movie and appreciate it because it's just a great movie. 
Like it should be seen. I hope it gets awards. I hope it gets recognition. I hope it, the, 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 you know, the, the momentum keeps going uh, mm-hmm. and, and not yeah. because it, Oh, I want a sequel. Oh, I want this. No, I just, this movie should be celebrated because of how damn good it is. <clears throat> and I hope that more people see it. I hope that it gets an extended run in theaters and, you know, who knows from there, but yeah, it's really special. It is super, super good. See it on the biggest screen you can. That's all I can say. There you yeah. go. Yeah. We yeah. saw it at the Regal Cinema and they had like uh, some kind of surround R- RPX, was, right? Or something? Yeah, RPX the RPX is, yeah, that was like shaking the chairs as, as mm. you know, we were in there very, and, and very, Godzilla's very stomping very around. It's like, cool. ooh, wow. That was incredible. I like really the cool. vibrating. Yeah. Don't, don't say Joe's going to be like, wait a minute. The tingler return. Well, what, what you didn't know is Joe was actually underneath the seat the whole time. He was. He was and it was action. none but Every William seat. Castle behind it all. I was going. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's a fantastic movie. And it'll be interesting to see where the discussion goes 10 years from now. How people mm. perceive this movie in the cultural zeitgeist. Um, I think it's one of those movies that people can, they're going to have college courses talking about the impact of this movie and like how, um, how it depicts post-war Japan. You know, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, really major, major accomplishment. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that catches us up with, uh, Godzilla in Godzilla, the Eras tour. Um, this has been a huge undertaking. So thank you all. Thank you all for listening. And thank you all here for being a part of this and making this happen over two nights of a lot of Godzilla. And I wouldn't have it any other way. This was this was awesome. Uh, so we are basically at the end of the show. Um, but before we wrap everything up, uh, we do have one other thing for you guys. So uh, we're going to we're going to take a take a little detour and uh, have a B segment for you. So stick around. Hey, you like old games? Yeah. Yeah. So do we, but the thing is there are new games that actually play like they're old games, but they're new. Anyway, it's time to check one of those out. This is retro nouveau. Hey everybody. How's it going? Parasite Steve back on the mic with another retro nouveau for you. This one is not, Godzilla related because you know we uh, we weren't actually supposed to uh, have a second part but it happened and look at this we, we filled almost three hours twice it's, it's fucking insane so uh, if you were wondering if we're uh, big Godzilla fans uh, we are and uh, there you have the proof and uh, you don't need a Godzilla B segment because you got you got plenty like six hours is pretty good so I'm going to do a retro nouveau for you for a game that I recently purchased and uh, had a lot of fun with it's called Steel Assault it is uh, developed by Zenovia Interactive, published by the Mighty Tribute Games, Inc. And um, wow, this is a really gorgeous sprite-based game. Pixel art, I mean, just absolutely gorgeous! Ridiculously gorgeous. Um, he's a cool cyborg dude, and you know, he's kind of got like an electric whip. Uh, kind of like a Castlevania sort of a attack, but it doesn't feel like Castlevania at all. It's um uh almost more like a metal slug look to it just overall i guess but it's it's kind of very unique lots of just style just oozing style oozing amazing full color pixels and uh this is a game that is uh it's it's short 
but it's pretty challenging and there are like all different different uh difficulty levels i played it on normal which is the second hardest and um the levels themselves weren't too bad but man the bosses are tricky um i personally have not beaten it yet um i i can't get past the final boss so <laughs> i i could have probably done a die monster on the final boss instead of a retro nouveau but that's okay um I will, uh, he hasn't pissed me off that, but that much, but man, he's really hard, really amazing, really amazing looking final boss. Honestly, very indicative, uh, of it sort of reminds me of onslaught from the, uh, Marvel versus Capcom, uh, one, right? One, yeah. 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 No, my um, name in favorite. I am yes. onslaught. Onslaught. Kind of reminds me of Onslaught. But anyway, uh, the other neat mechanic that I didn't mention. So he got this, like, you know, electric whip, but he also has this. Um, I sort of can't really compare it to another game. It's it's like he shoots a like a rope out in two directions at once, and it depends on like what direction you're pressing. So you can do it vertically or diagonally or horizontally. Um, and it sort of makes a cable. Um it latches onto either side of you basically. So if there are walls, uh, it'll shoot out. And then now you're, you're able to grapple in midair basically. Cause now you're hanging on a rope and, uh, that allows for a lot of like fun stuff. Like you can sort of make your own platform as you go. And, you know, if there, you know, you can't always do it. There has to be walls on either side, but sometimes you go up like, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about a shaft. Joe, I'm going to talk oh. about a shaft here. Oh. If you're in a shaft, yeah, you're going up the shaft and, you know, you got to ascend the shaft. It's a very long shaft, very dark, long shaft. Oh, no, I guess dark's not a sexy word. Uh, uh, very, very meaty shaft that you're in and you're going up uh, this uh, this thing. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, you, you're just using the cable to essentially gain height to go up it you know because there aren't any platforms you know that kind of a thing it's it's really different it's fun and truly one of the most gorgeous uh pixel art games i've played in a long time oh uh, God, so yeah. definitely check it out so uh steel assault is the name of the game it's on uh it's available on steam and uh you know playstation and you know, it's on everything else. bunch of stuff it's on all um, the things it really feels like an arcade style game. This is a game that would have eaten all your mm. quarters. And there is an arcade mode that I have not tried and I will suck at. And basically you have to do the whole thing in one guy. Like you can't die. Oh god! You yeah. go back to the beginning. Uh, it's, it's like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, Steel Assault kicks ass. So if you're into side scrolling arcade pixel art action, definitely check this one out it's uh really damn fun and it's actually pretty cheap uh full price it's only like 16 bucks i actually got it 50 percent off um over the weekend i mean it was black friday so it might be not that price anymore but still for you know 16 bucks it's a pretty good deal i think so yeah. nice it's a damn good deal yeah nice dude awesome well we have done it. We are on the other side of it. So we're going to wrap this episode up and let you guys get on with your goddamn life. So if you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as being part of the Inebriard Podcast Network. Retro Octopus is a full-fledged member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. So if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Epic Tales from the Sewers, Splash Pages, Bear at Night, 
and Hooked on Movies. For more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit thedorketing.com and be sure to check out our killer sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. That's coffee to die for. One last time before we go, I want to say thank you very much to Aldo for our our you know massive undertaking and being our Hell guest. Yeah. Having so much awesome wisdom and sharing your passion with uh, everyone here. Just huge, huge thank you to you. And yeah, you uh, made really this, appreciate you made that, this really really special man thank you so much definitely for thank, coming on. thank you uh thank you dudes for having me and, and and to to uh bring it back from last episode kaiju fest 2024 that's all i'm gonna say oh <laughs> all you need to say all you need to say fest it's gonna happen i'm sorry it's gonna happen hell yeah hell yeah oh my <laughs> god make it happen i will be there Love it. Love it. All right. Yeah, thank Put you. Down right. Appreciate it. Right down. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. I have been your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and I will send you off with a key. For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com. That was a good roar. That was, that was, that was actually good. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. Might, was, might, might if I do loud. say so himself, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. That, that was, that was 54 roar. That was good. I like Joe's. I you can Joseph. tell. I like yeah, Joe's rawr. sad kaiju. Rower. Rower. Rower.